Clint Parker. Melinda Brown Duncan, baby. My Katana. What's up? This is your boy Daytime, 79 Entertainment, CEO, strong commander, rap artist, producer, singer, dancer, executive uh, producer. Mike Polk is going. No, he's not. He's got a burning in his butthole. He's got a fire. He's got a flame coming out of his butthole. That, that makes me so sad. Because that was the kind of music they used to, to you know, summon demons. Pop that pill in Yergsville. I'm going to give you one and we're going to do it for real. And this going to be a thrill. We're going to smoke some kill when we pop that pill in Yergsville. There's a dirty little secret. Danny's got something in his pants. <laughs> And I don't know nothing about it, but I learn quick, fast, and hurt. I'll be there, and I will mow you down under my tires. This is serious. This is serious. This is not a joke. This is serious. This is for real. The truth of the matter is, you were not a good baby. And you need an asbestos diaper to be able to keep that flame from burning a hole in your pants. Bam! All upside his head. Just slap him. Make him make you slap somebody. And unfortunately for the Browns, they haven't figured that out since they got back to Cleveland. You ain't seen nothing yet until you see the flaming butthole. And there'll be people walking around all over America with flames coming out of their butthole. To all Republicans and Democrats and independents across this nation, I say it is time for us to kick the dust up. And when I got done, he said just lay off the hamburgers and french fries and that really just disrespected me and I felt awful. I'm also very much of a germaphobe, by the way. <laughs> Believe me. Oh, don't you dare be sour. Clap for your longest reigning tag champs and feel the power. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Oh my god, dude. I knew I made a huge mistake. <laughs> I knew it. Welcome to the Sansbury Show on Rock 1069. However, we are putting the ship today in the not-so-steady hands of Matthew Fantone as he had the opportunity to sit down with Big E from New Day, who will be in town Sunday with the WWE at the Civic Center. We have tickets. We'll get you hooked up with those. But you sat down with Big E. And we're gonna let the uh, we're gonna let the twenty million hear the interview at seven thirty this morning. Uh, look at as well as the theme song rolls. See that you are riding high, my man. Uh, so this is like, well, it's like Christmas morning uh, 2.0 for you, right? Thank you, dude. Honestly, this was one of those things. You no, know, thank I've, you, dude. I played <laughs> golf instead, so thank you. I've definitely, you know, interviewed wrestlers before, but right. I just, I, dude, I, I love to do it, and any opportunity I get to do, it's awesome. And uh, you know, if this was any other interview, it would have been like, no, I'm not doing it by myself for a show. We'll do it together. But it's WWE, and you're right. You were golfing. I, like, Why would you? Get off the well, course for me. It, right. Well, it was a little bit of everything. It was like, you know, I just don't feel like Biggie's at my level. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I know longest reigning tactic, whatever. It's I don't care. Yeah, in the fake world of big all that. Big accomplishment, an Iowa Hawkeye, a United States powerlifting champion. All right, yes, he, can he lift more than me? Yes, I, I for sure, but I don't think that that means that I need to. I, that he, no, he doesn't get five minutes with me. Takes more than that to get an audience. No, I'm totally kidding. But yeah, I, I was like, you know what? I find their gimmick to be a little nauseating, and I was going to have a hard time not saying that to him and making him mad. And I was going, I was like, this could go one of two ways, and I want a good relationship with the WWE, and I totally get it. I know a lot of you love it. I, for me, it's a little like, eh, but I know a lot of you love it, so I figured well, let's put the ship in the steady hands of Matthew Fantone. So 7.30, you'll get the Big E interview. 
And uh, it would probably make sense to give the tickets away right there, probably, it right? probably makes Look at sense. That. I Look like that. it, Sansbury. Little Radio 101. There it is. 9 o'clock, we'll send you out to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. And uh, we also have some Green Day tickets. We're going to pass those out pretty early. Uh, you know, yeah, well, probably eight fifteen. Final day of Canton Motorcycle Swap Meet tickets as well. Oh, look that's at going, that! That's going down this weekend. I uh, I keep forgetting that. That's all right. Short term memory loss. We've talked about this plenty of times <laughs> oh, on the show. I, I don't know if it's that oh, or if it's just like oh, listen to all those things I already had to oh, get out. But hey, dude, it's short term memory loss. We all know what this is from. <laughs> like we can all say, oh, it's not, dude. It's medicine. It's not that okay. addictive. It's good for you. All right, as you're gonna <laughs> as you're gonna pile on I'm gonna take a minute here to victory lap it. All right. Okay. I'm All gonna right. take a minute to victory lap it. If, if you're one of those people that finds me to be a little annoying and a little egotistical, you might as well just turn the radio off. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Because here, here, here comes a couple of minutes of Stansbury's awesome. You All ready? Right. As the entire world is nervous today, waiting the inauguration of. President Scrooge McDuck, <laughs> you know, as everybody's like on, you know, at the edge of their seat, I'm feeling accomplished this morning. Okay. And I'm feeling like a milestone territory. Okay. As today marks the four-year anniversary of me putting cigarettes down wow. for the cops. Now, Fantone and I every morning scroll through the social media platforms before the show starts. And a lot of what we do is make fun of all of yeah. you for the memes and yeah. like all the kind of posts that you make about like, yo, I'm on this diet and it's awesome. And hey, I'm at the gym. And I realize that I am totally one of these people about my non-smoking thing. That as much as I want to make fun of people for their Motivation Monday gym things right. or all this stuff right. or all the, you know, all, all the cryptic, I just, you know, my boyfriend just slept with my best friend and like new dudes and jumping over puddles and like, you know, for oceans and all that stuff. We make fun of it all the time. All the time. I realize I'm totally one of these people with my quitting smoking cigarettes thing. And so sometimes day to day, I will forget that those kind of motivations do actually help you. At least it helps me. Putting it out in the court of public opinion helps hold me accountable to this thing that I want to not do, which is the cigarettes. Um, I feel like you might, and it, it's probably because of the uh, the role that you're in and the fact that like when you do put something out to the public, it's not just the people you know, it's it's a broader public. Um, I think you, you were held accountable by that a little bit. I feel like most people aren't, though. Most people put it up on their Facebook, then two weeks later, you see them <coughs> at Wendy's or you see them, you know. Well, that's why I don't do it about everything. It is something about uh, that I feel strongly enough to do. And trust me, as it's something hard to do, it's not that it's done. Quitting smoking Never is something done. I have to do every day. It is. It's something I not not that it's work every day, but a little bit every day. I'm like, ah, oh, man, one of those would be kind of good right now. Yeah, I, I, in my opinion, any addiction is going to be an everyday battle for the rest of little your bit. life. You know, a little bit. Yeah, even if it's not a big battle of that day, there's still a little bit of you that's like, man, if I was sniffing coke again, or man, if I was getting drunk again, or man, if I was smoking cigarettes again, man, if we could put all three of those together because <laughs> it's Friday night. night, all in one Friday night. night. But you know, got you, gotta be res- bank. you gotta be a responsible adult, Sansbury. You can't be doing all that stuff. So I feel very good. I feel very good as it's uh, it's one of the best uh, life decisions I've ever made. I, I I miss them dearly. I keep talking about it, and I mean it. At fifty, I'm picking them back up. <laughs> I swear to God, I because uh, I because I feel like I got like nine, probably ten more years to live, and I'm right. going to my last ten. Right. I'm telling you, I'm having. You know, I've done everything I damn well please all along. I don't know why I feel like I got to hit fifty to do it all over again, but I. Uh, I, I miss them dearly, but I know it's not the right thing. I, I don't miss the money. 
and uh, you know uh, of how much they spend. And I, I, I do feel better. I was always one of those people that was like, you know what, uh, you know, if I felt the health, uh, you know. Detriments to smoking, I'd stop, and I didn't realize until I stopped. Oh my god, I felt awful every day. I just didn't know it. I thought that that was normal, and it wasn't. So, four years, yeah, four years today, man. I'm victory lapping. That's how that one goes. I'll tell you, you know how I started actually is I woke up with a with a hangover so bad that you can't smoke cigarettes, right? And so then I went through that day, and I was like, well, there's one day. Yeah. And then the next day, and I was like, man, I made it two days. Let's see if I can go five. And then five turned into a week, and you know what I mean? And then next thing I know, they just started piling on. And once I hit like three months, I was like, well, dude, if you go back now, it's crazy. Right. Now, once before, I had quit my adult life once before for two years, and then I went back. I was back on in like seven, eight years. And I've been off them four, and I'm honestly, I'm so happy I did it. It, so really, happy. it really does become a lifestyle thing where, like, if something in your life changes, if something, you know, if you start dating a chick that smokes or something like that where circumstances... I let one of my exes smoke in my house. jeez. She smoked in my it's car. Tough. Dude, like, it was a constant battle. She'd be like, just tough. let me smoke in bed. And I'm like, ew, gross. I didn't smoke in bed when I smoked. Like yeah, smoking it, in the house. She man. always wanted to smoke in bed. And I was like, yeah. "Get out of here with that!" Yeah. I let her smoke in the living room and all that stuff because I did, it was just it was just easier than hearing her bitch. But like, uh, yeah, I, I, I would always cut it off at the bedroom. But you're right. Like, you date somebody who smokes. You're at the bar or whatever. Like, I think about it a lot. It, it, it's hard, but it was one of the best things I ever did. I'm happy about it. And so I do. I kind of push it out there in the forefront to remind myself. So people, you know, so so I'm like, well, got to hold through on that. I was kind of. Just kind of walking tall, being proud about that. Can't, can't, you can't really smoke today now. Feel like an ultimate hypocrite about that one. So I do kind of do that. So I apologize for thinking in the back of my head every morning about how stupid all of you are about your motivational Instagram posts. As I was, first thing I did this morning was did what, what I make fun of people for doing. It's the first thing I did when I woke up today. I was like, eh, I'll do this thing I make fun of everybody for. We do have those Motorcycle Swap Meet show tickets. Phantom was right about that. We'll give you those. And uh, we'll also give you the reason that the NFL Network just made me feel like I'm old and they don't need me anymore whatsoever at all. And I'll give you that story next on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We'll get you hooked up with those Miller Lite Motorcycle Swap Meet show tickets. Just a few minutes from right now, that's this weekend, Star County Fairgrounds, 1-800-243-7625, the number you will need for those. I know it probably feels like a while before you're going to get your bike out, but dude, we're, we're, we're circling days till spring now. I'm telling you right now, guys are going to ride, sorry, guys and women are going to ride Saturday for sure. It's going to be like 60. I'm telling you, you're going to see Harleys all over the road on Saturday. And you know what? Get it. I'll be out there playing golf. Go out there. Get it. Global warming. I don't know what people's big issue with dude, it is. Big dude, ups. I big I ups. It. I do. I like it. I'm not going to be alive in 50 years. Who, Who cares? cares? I didn't reproduce. I don't have. To, I don't have to worry about anything. Whatever. I, I, I dislike my kids anyway. Who cares if they got to deal with that? Equals flaming ball of death. See ya. Fine. Warm it up. Hey, people know we're kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't want anybody walking away going, man. Those guys just said they don't care if we burn alive. Bunch of bastards. We obviously do, but we will get you hooked up with those Miller Lite Swap Me Show tickets here in just a few minutes. Uh, as I was victory lapping it, talking about uh, you know quitting smoking cigarettes. Speaking of motorcycles, by the way, yeah. and dude, a guy uh, on uh, well on Twitter, Scott, hit me up. Do send me a picture of a Harley's. Like, quit four years ago myself. Use the money to buy this bike. That's awesome. 
That's cool stuff. I think a lot of people have a hard time doing that, though. Like I went with cheeseburgers. When uh, when you, you quit something, you're like, oh, I'm going to quit drinking. I'll have all this extra money. I'll quit smoking. I'll have all yeah. this extra money. I'll cut the cable. I'll have all yep. this extra money. A lot of people have a hard time keeping that money, keeping an eye on that money. It just I, goes out the window. I didn't notice the money till year three, to be honest with you, because the first two years, I'll be honest, when you quit anything, you don't really quit. You transfer. And uh, I, I was guilty. It was like, Oh my god! I ate everything. Right, I ate everything. Right. You know what I mean. And and then you know you lean on some other stuff. Right. And uh, so it wasn't until about year three when it leveled out where I was like, okay, I can. I, I don't have to eat as much to you know to conquer this addiction anymore. I've I'm kind of used to it now. We can live. And you know I, I've always had the food addiction even before you know smoking cigarettes as a person. So it's like you know I, I was going to battle with that no matter what. I uh I, I mean I've I've quit for I think over two years at this point, which is you know good. Um I. I don't know if I've necessarily seen the money in the sense of like, oh, dude, you're just going to have so much extra cash. But I do look back and think to myself, like, how did I have that money? Where was that cash coming from? What am I, I wouldn't want to have to figure out the five, six bucks a day right now. Right. What am I do? What was I doing back? Or what, what did I get? What am I doing now that I wasn't doing right. back then? Like, where's that money going? But who knows? You were making deals with yourself. Right. You know right. I mean? So it's like, you know, it's one of those things. I, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be on the other side of it. But uh, there's a guy in New England. In the New England area, who's okay. obviously a fan of the Patriots, who feels like the NFL Network has slighted their fan base, and um, I, I feel like it's a bigger issue than that. And we all know, you know, next round of the playoffs Sunday, right? It's Green Bay, Atlanta, right? Pittsburgh, New England. Okay, so the NFL Network is running promos, obviously, for the games, and the promo. Is all about the quarterbacks. Of course. Yeah, you got four elite quarterbacks left in it, you know, stars. Quarterback driven league. Everybody knows it. Nobody cares about right tackles. And I mean, at the end of the day, all four of those guys are kind of stars in their own right. I mean, you know, obviously Brady and Rogers top of the pack there, but uh, Big Ben is is a, is is a star, and I, I would say Ryan is arguably one of the one of the young. He's up on the comers. Right. He's on the coming. Mean, he's been there for a little while. He's just got I, you know some say much better coaching now than he's had in years past, and he's starting. To, you know that helps you reach your level. Right. So the NFL Network running these promos, and of course they're just rolling the team logos and then rolling, you know, the quarterbacks. Well, they only ran three out of the four. And they slighted Tom Brady. And Tom Brady wasn't featured in the promos for the playoffs. And I'm telling you, I think that this is an age issue. I think this is... Now, it could be just flat-out mistake, but... Tom Brady is 39 years old, approaching 40. Jeez. He's 39 years old. Jeez, that's so old. Right? So old. Has won, what is it? Is it four Super Bowls he's won? I believe. So he's 39. Aaron Rodgers, no, I'm sorry, Ben Roethlisberger is the second oldest quarterback in the playoffs at 34. Aaron Rodgers is 33. Matt Ryan's the baby at 31. I'm telling you, I think this is NFL Network going, man, these younger guys, and you know what I mean? Just get them out there. Aaron's having a great season, whatever. We'll just put the 40-year-old, ah, cutting room floor. Ah. And these people in New England kind of feel like what this is the NFL Network saying is, see, do Brady's no longer the guy. And then after this run, it's over. Now, I don't know about that. 
because I don't know if you can ever count the greats out. I know I've said Tiger is probably never going to win another major. I don't think he'll win another major. Tiger will win and be successful on the tour. Winning a major is another thing. But you can never count the greats out of it ever. Like, dude, if Kobe came back tomorrow night, I bet he could drop 40 on most teams. I, dude, honestly, you, you, know have to, I mean? you have to look at both John Elway and Peyton Manning as a prime example of that, as of those guys' last runs were Super Bowls. You know what I'm saying? Like, those guys, you Fair. know, those, you, you really can't count out the greats. I agree with that 100%, especially when you're talking about Tom Brady, not just one of the greats, arguably the greatest. You there's, know what I'm they're saying? saying people, are, people routinely say on television, the greatest quarterback of all time. It's, it's the Jordan and LeBron debate. We can talk about it all day, but he's in the conversation. Um, I don't know if this is so much an age thing. I don't know if this is so much a... I a, felt useless when I when I saw it. I was like, Jesus, did somebody put me in my rocking chair? Can I get a play? There's a draft in here. I don't know if it's so much Tom Brady isn't going to be able to do it after this year. I think this is more so it's the NFL network and I'm going to assume there was probably a little bit of like Roger Goodell, like, you know what? Screw Tom Brady. Screw that son oh of a bitch. Oh my God. I don't care. F that guy. I don't care if he Deflate does make it Gate to the Super Bowl. is what you're alluding Deflate to. Gate it, 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 it elongated. Yeah, dude. He hasn't, dude. <laughs> wow. Goodell That's hasn't been let a that chess go. match. Goodell hasn't let that go. No, he you hasn't. He's not going to New England for the game. If you're a dude like that, you don't let things like that go. You know what I mean? Like, that's just your No, you too, too much, much ego pride. in it. Right. Yeah, too I much mean, ego in it. I mean, you know. On both sides. That's why it went. That's why it was as bad as it was. That's what I think it is. Oh, well, I got to tell you, I feel a little bit left off the hook there. <laughs> yeah, dude, being 40 is fine, Stansberry. It's fine. Good. Good. <laughs> I was worried, man. You know what I mean? I was like, Jesus, we just got Viagra single packs. And now you're, I mean, dude, like, that's, that's major breakthrough stuff. And then now you're going to push me out the pasture? Right? It's all bad. Work with the hell, man. I'm still flipping the coin in the just for men aisle, dicks. You can't just make me like where it doesn't matter. Come on. You know, there are people who are saying Bill Belichick going to move off of Tom Brady at the end of the year. You know, a lot of people like to say that Bill Belichick gives up in a year early rather than a year late on players. You think? Um, I don't know. No, dude. dude point, point to the numbers why he would. You know what I'm saying? Tom Brady's been very productive this year. They say... The people who say they're going to move off of him, it's Colin Coward, and I think he's nuts. But they, uh, I think there's always a chance of it with, with Belichick because you never know. But they say that when it happens with quarterbacks, it's like overnight. Like right. one night, like you can go from making the throw on Wednesday, then Sunday afternoon, you just can't do it. And they say it's like fall off a cliff fast. Now, I don't know that. I don't know enough to know that. Um, but I, dude, does Belichick, if any coach was going to do it, Belichick's the guy to do it. And we, it's not unprecedented. We've seen it with Montana. We've seen, I mean, and you do know more about Garoppolo than Green Bay knew about Aaron Rodgers when they moved off of Favre. I would say, is he going to do it next year in the sense of is Tom Brady in jeopardy of not having the starting job next year? No. But I would say in his mind, is he starting to come up with the, def- the definitive? Probably for the past three years, he's been thinking about what happens when Brady's gone. But now it's like, dude, it's really time to start putting that plan into effect and like seeing what we're going to do. His whole thing yesterday is that like the last two playoffs game, uh, you know, playoff games Brady played, he wasn't great in. And that if he stinks it up a third time that, that on the way home, you know, Belichick's going to be thinking about it and they're going to call the owner and be like, dude, we got to sit down. You know what I mean? That's three in a row now. We got to talk about it. I don't see it personally because like i said i just don't think you can give up on the greats on the almost greats you you can move off those guys pretty easily you can't be married to them but i mean brady's an all-timer i think it's harder to give up on one of those dudes 
If any coach was going to do it, you do got to make room that it would be Belichick, but I don't see it. Well, thank you for that for yeah. that explaining yeah. that away and, and making it fine. about Roger Goodell. And I really thought it was about me no. and, and being old no. and not mattering. And I was no. and I was just bringing myself way too much into something that I'm not even involved in, which is the NFL. Stansberry's balls hit the water on the toilet, and all of a sudden he's like, dude, everyone's out to get old people. Here's the thing. The third time that happens, <laughs> it's actually nice. It's only the first two that make you cringe a little. All right. We'll take caller 15 right now at 800-243-7625. For those Miller Lite motorcycle swap meet uh, show tickets, which uh, that event is this weekend at the Stark uh, County Fairgrounds. We'll take 15 on that and be right back with more Sansbury Show. Hang on. 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 1069. If you're sick of paying ATM fees, man, hit up CSE. I've been banking with them now a few years. My new CSE Debit MasterCard, I'm paying like no ATM fees to use it. 35,000 ATM uh, uh, fee free machines. It's fantastic. If you're in the car market like I am, Looking for a loan? CSE offers competitive uh, loan rates. You can find more info out at CSEFCU.com or stop by any one of the four very convenient locations. Yeah, a lot of people just go into a dealership blindly and assume that they're going to give them the best deal available. Don't mm-hmm. don't make that assumption. Yeah, I wouldn't make you that assumption. You know what I'm saying? Like, shop your options around, and CSE is a really good place to start. All local there. Have been since the beginning. No plans to change that. CSEFCU.com. You know, Dustin tweets in and says, you know, it's Paul Stanley's birthday. How about some love gun? Really? Okay. Really? A little later in the program. A little later in the program, we'll give you a give you a little Paul Stanley. A lot of love. I didn't know that, honestly. I mean, I probably did know it's just one of those things I'm okay not remembering, you know what I mean? But um, once upon a time, I totally knew that. A lot of things going on today, Sansbury. We're going to have to get Kiss on. We're going to do, do the Big E's going to make his appearance. Yeah, if you have not heard, Fantone sat down with Big E from New Day. And we're going to let you take a listen to that at 7.30. And uh, and we are. We're putting the show in the very shaky hands of Matthew Fantone. <laughs> and I'm worried about that. I'll tell you why. Because your decision-making this morning has not been the greatest. Okay? It hasn't been the greatest. And let me tell you why. Okay. Audience, when you hear this. Okay. Up at the website right now, WRQK.com, in the yeah. Sandsbury Show section. Yeah. Look at me. Look at me, boss. Driving yeah. them all the way right yeah. there. I didn't say check out our website. Nope. Drove them all the way there, boss man. WRQK.com. All the way there. Yeah. You have put up, and I got to tell you, I don't know if we should be calling the boss man out because he might make us <laughs> yank this one down because this was bad judgment right here. But as a guy, myself here, who is interested in uh, looking into moving over to the Samsung world because I, 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 I'm very interested in the virtual reality end of things, right? So apparently Fantone has found this. It's the O-Roma. And it looks like what it, I'm just looking at the photos here. It looks like it's the virtual reality mask that you see like in those commercials with Samsung or whatever. And mm-hmm. then there's like what is... The two round discs of a gas mask, always like underneath the, they, they give you that end too. And the aroma apparently lets you, dear God, you can now smell porn. You can smell porn. Now, you, Matthew Fantone, yeah. are by far the single most pervious dude I have ever met. I mean, dude, the first time we thought, I was like, he might try to bang me. Like, just, you know what I mean? You're just, for for such a good-hearted person, you're kind of a sleaze. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of come off that way. So, like, explain to me why in the hell 
I would want to smell somebody else's sex. I feel guilty enough about wanting to watch somebody else's sex. Well, I mean, you know, obviously as technology evolves, we're going to figure out ways to have sex with it. And the concept of smell-o-vision... Guilty. Guilty. Smell-o-vision is not new. We've we've said for a long time, yeah, you know... But it makes sense for brownies, <laughs> not, not bungholes. Um, but that's the whole thing is, is, is you know, um, porn often drives the, the, the technological advancements. I mean, you look at the VCR, you look at the internet. A lot of that stuff was driven by the fact that people wanted yeah. to consume pornography through it. That's, so, uh, that's totally it, true. Where porn goes, where the technology goes. E- that's e- true. Even right now, as VR is becoming more and more mainstream, three years ago, the only place you were really hearing about it was in the world of pornography. Um, so I think this concept of smell of vision will take off, and I'm not surprised at all that's going to take off with dudes who are J and O by themselves. Like, think about like, think about how strong the sense of smell is, and like, think about how how attached you can be, and like how uh, a smell yes, will take a, you back. You're right. Like when I go to Vegas and I walk into my mom's house and she's making dinner, I'm like, oh my god, I remember right. that. But that's, I'm telling you, I think the smell of, I think. All right, <laughs> wait, it's like the smell of sex might be the least. Attractive part oh, of it, right? Like you ever get up in, the, like you ever get up after sex, go down to the kitchen, and get Kool Aid, pound it because you're thirsty because you've depleted yourself of all bodily fluid, and then you go back into the bedroom where she's laying there, and honestly, the funk wall that you gotta like waft through to get back to the bed, almost. I mean, honestly, dude, that's like, dude, that's an extra sixty seconds regeneration on the erection time for sure. Well, yes, you definitely have to crack a window, air that boy out. Let's. Well, then let why would I there. want it? Straight, like mainlined into my mouth. Because that's after the orgasm we're talking about. When we're talking about prior to the orgasm, you totally want that smell. You totally want to be engaged in that. You totally want that that heat and that sweatiness and all those gross things. And you're right. As soon as we're done, it's like shower time. Get me out of this. What the hell did we just do? I can't even look at you right now. But in the moment, dude, you want that. And like I said, I mean, these are lonely dudes by themselves, J and O to their favorite porn stars. And if 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 Phoenix Marie decides to put out like, you know, Phoenix's B-hole dude, sense. See, that's what I'm saying. Because people are already starting to hit me up with a pretty weird for the guy who smells his dental floss. Right. I don't smell my own but like what? it's not like dude nobody dude nobody wants bung dude ever see a bunghole candle no because nobody wants it I'm telling you right now There's no bunghole candle this will be a, a porn star marketed this is what my my vagina smells like this is what you know this is what my squirt smells like and things like that dude don't <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Never, never has the name of a simple soda sounded so dirtier than that. Holy crap, I can't even see him laughing so hard. God, I'm telling you guys, if you don't get high in the morning, we do. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. Welcome to Friday. We do have those Miller Lite uh, Motorcycle Swap Meet Show tickets. We will give you those. Let's do it right now. We'll take caller 10 at uh, 1-800-243-7625. Oh, I know we have another four-pack on yeah, that. We right? yeah, we All right. Let's just pass those out right now. Um, I'm asking to be uh, to, to be fair to the moment. Okay. And to give some love. And I, I'm putting you on the spot here, Fantone. Okay. I apologize. Uh, but I'm being asked to be fair to the moment, given the day with the inauguration and all that, and to show love 
to Toby Keith's performance last night. Now, I'll okay. be honest with you. I did not see this performance last night, so I don't know if something had happened or if there's something that goes down, but we'll see if we can get some Toby Keith off the internet illegally and play it for you next on Rock 106.9. Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9, 7.30 this morning. Fantone sits down with Big E from New Day, part of uh, what apparently is the longest-running tag team championship run of three dudes who have a terrible gimmick, but they're going to be at the Civic Center on Sunday for uh, WWE. And Fantone sat down with uh, one of the members of New Day. We'll let you take a listen to that at 7.30. Also get you hooked up with those tickets when we wrap up that interview. It's a new day indeed, as uh, as, as we are ushering in a new leader of the country. And uh, I was asked before the break by a member of the audience who listens every morning if I could show some love to Toby Keith's performance. So during the break there, uh, you know, during the commercial break and during Collective Soul there, I decided to be, take a little view at Toby Keith's performance last night because I'll be honest with you, I had not seen it. I've been, I've been kind of avoiding this whole, the whole pomp and circumstance of this thing right now. And um, <clears throat> so I really see it. And uh, so I, I watched it during the break, and I got to tell you, it's a, it was a standard Toby Keith performance. I mean, if you want me to say Toby Keith did a good job, but yeah, great, he did a good job. I, yeah, I don't know if there was something else they were getting at that Toby Keith, I mean. I didn't see anything in there that was like, oh, my God, did you see this? I mean, I mean, it was pretty good. I mean, you know, he's good at what he does or whatever, but. And of course, I think Toby Keith is the the right artist for that. I think I mean, it makes all the sense. He's totally the right guy. Of course. For, you know, for that, for, for what the event is and all that. I know three doors down frontman felt like he had to like kind of defend himself for playing it. I know he, you know he kind of felt like we had to come out and kind of make a statement on it. Well, at this point, and I mean, you know, I'm sure artists who 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 performed at you know Obama's inauguration had to feel like they had to defend it to an extent because at this point we have gotten to the place in the country where it's no longer hey I'm up there doing it for the country or I'm up there doing it for respect of the office or I'm up there doing it. It's 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 you fully support Donald Trump and you're right. you know. Are you love Obama and you're a socialist Muslim? And it's just like, guys, you know, I can could make the argument that if the president or the president elect asks you to do something, that it's part of your civic duty, unless it's like against the law to do it. Like some will make that argument and there's something to be said there. And I would feel like, like I've said about, you know, Tom Brady didn't want to go to the White House to meet Obama. I said, dude, what are you doing? Like go to the White House. If you're asked, I think you go. If, if, If you're asked. To have an audience with you know with somebody in that kind of position, I, I I just feel like I'm too much of a cog in the machine to say no to something like that. I I, I agree. I um I I don't think it should be like you don't have to. This is what that's yeah. what makes America great. You don't I agree, have to, but I would. Yeah, but I think you should, and I I think you should regardless who the president is and how you feel about their politics. There's a little bit of like, well, dude, there's there's a time to 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 show respect to the office and to the to the. Uh, just the, the the everything that goes along with that. I I bag on the social media a lot. Like I bag on like the, you know on, on the takes that you read on social media a lot. But I but I will say that I think a lot of that don't meet with him because he's an evil pig like Donald you know Trump thing where, where, where 
I think that that's only the liberal people who live on social media. I think good-hearted liberal people would say, you know what? No, you're not going to change anybody's mind by saying, by being the I'm taking my ball and and going home person. You're going to have to go and have the meeting. And at the end of the day, uh, of course, we're looking at the extremes here. We're looking at people who are 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 saying, you know, not my president. But they're they're on the flip side of that coin. There's people for the last eight years saying not my president, and they're both wrong. And look, you're still alive. Everything was still fine. So. I, that's kind of how I look at everybody. Like, you know, you guys, you got to relax here. We'll, we'll wait and see. You're both wrong. They are your president. <laughs> like, right. You're, you're, you're wrong. Fanto, one of the first things he said to me this morning when he walked in, he's like, I cannot wait for 10 a.m. so I can get off this stuff and not read it. And, and here's the thing. You're as disgusted with your side of the aisle as you are with, with, with the Trump people. Um, certainly, I think there's plenty of uh, there's there's plenty of issues. But with that, I will say I can I can be as frustrated as I want with Democrats and and with the way that things went, but at this point it is a new day and it is like a hey we have to start looking towards the future and I think a lot of people and I guess this is right wingers on social media more than anyone a lot of people are still hung up on that look at you liberal losers ha Hillary sucks and it's like fine you've got me convinced Hillary Clinton worst politician ever I will never vote for her again you've got me convinced all right I'm a political free agent convince me why your side's right and at that point I feel like people who are in power right now. The right side of the aisle is falling down Where it's like, you guys aren't making much of a case All you're doing is going, ha ha, special snowflakes Ha ha Show there me your right Show me your right there show, is me, some. show me why I should be on your side There is some of that You know, people always talk about Well, you know, you can't can't go play for Trump Because you're going to lose you know, You're going to lose your audience And what some of these artists are saying is Nobody ever worries about losing the audience That that want to see you play for him. Nobody ever worries about those people. We're always worried about those mysterious people that you're going to maybe lose, which in the end, you're not really. Loser's still a good song. Three Doors Down is still a good radio rock band, and you're going to listen to them no matter what they do. And that's so, so you take my point there. Nobody's ever really worried about losing the Trump supporters, and that seems strange to me. Oh my God, you're going to lose an audience. You're going to lose, well, what about that audience? Who wants to see you play it? Now, I'm not, dude, it's not my guy. What I'm saying, that's obviously a pretty big audience. Um... I guess maybe if you look at it from uh, people who don't, people who didn't vote, um, are still going to be buying albums, listening to the radio, and people who didn't vote, maybe they feel a little bit more likely to have voted against Trump had they decided to. You know what I mean? Okay. So, like, I mean, especially, and I'm not trying to like bring it up of like, especially when you consider she won the popular vote by three million. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, where are those numbers? I just maybe I. All right, let me say what I'm thinking better. Okay, I think let's take an average. Let's take a Trump supporter and not like let's take a middle of the roader, not an extremist, but okay. just a person that's like, you know what? I, I you know I think Trump's going to be a decent president. Okay, let's take, let's take a regular person there. I think that person day in and day out hears the media and guys like you and I and all these shows talk about well, you know, an artist can't do that because they're going to lose that audience. And I think that good-hearted Trump supporter goes, what about me? How come nobody cares about losing my entertainment dollar? Nobody oh, cares about that. Well, and that's the bigger point of of this entire last election was what about me and why is nobody caring about my vote? Why is nobody caring about my life? Why is nobody caring about my voice? And that's totally why Hillary Clinton lost the election. I it's, it's, would it's agree. A, a much, you're right. I, mean, I would that, agree. There, there's, con- a larger, there's a larger problem. That concept of what you're talking about with three doors down, of, it, it applies to both sides. There were both. There were people uh, largely on both sides of the aisle that felt abandoned by everything that was happening. 
Now, I, I don't know if that's a warranted or a valid thing, but it, but it was there. Oh, I, I think it's warranted. I mean, and that's somebody coming from me who's very left and who I do. I love politics, but I completely understand why people on both sides have felt very abandoned by politics of the last 30 to 40 years. And uh, I don't want to necessarily say that, like, you know, I, I didn't vote for Trump. I actively campaigned against him. I mean, I was out there knocking on doors, but there's a part of me that's like excited. And I don't want to say optimistic, but there's a part of me that's like looking forward to not only seeing what happens and, and, and really having a little bit of responsibility off my party in the sense of you guys are in control now. So you have to take care of everything. This is your deal. But a little bit of like if Trump did one thing and, and it really did show that people want a real change. And hopefully that applies to the left of the aisle and they understand. Because at one point it was, well, it's either going to be uh, Hillary Clinton or Jeb Bush. It was going to be a Clinton or a Bush right. or Clinton or Bush. And now it can be someone else. Now it can be something different. So I, I'm, I'm, I, I am. I'm, I'm enthused by that. I as a guy who did not vote for him, because I, I didn't, if I'm going to be 100% honest about this, there's a lot of me inside that wants him to be so awesome so I so I can watch some of the people who were so nauseating about being against him have to like suck it up, much like how a lot of people had to suck up the Obama wasn't bad, and it's kind of fun to watch them have to eat that. I, have they? Some have. Ah. Dude, the people who are going to keep their mind open, yes. Again, you, those people get drowned out on Twitter. They get drowned out on Facebook. They get drowned out on Instagram. But they're there. The real players in this stuff, yes. The people who are intelligent, whose minds can be changed by debate, yes. Meme posters, no. And dude, the, the weaklings always, always out yell the, the, the you know the strong they always do and i guess with that point though is that like i mean that's majority right you know what i mean like i just feel like there's a lot of yeah. those numbers well dude that's why i don't have a lot of faith in us man <laughs> what do i always say i want to see the flip side of the coin too i mean i don't want to be like dude I'm, I'm rooting against america i want lena dunham to have to eat it i do i do i want to have to shove it in broads like that face not and dude i'm not a woman hater i think you guys know i've talked about how women aren't equal they're superior a thousand times don't come after me lena dunham's annoying and I want to I want to watch people like that have to suck it up and just eat it. I do. So I want Trump to be awesome. Do I think it's going to be happen? Do I think that's what's going to ha- end up going down? I t- I don't. I really don't. But I've been wrong before a couple of times. I guess I have to leave it open that I might be again. But I would love to watch people like that have to suck it up and be like, "You know what? I'm not moving to Canada. Uh, he did. America's great." I mean, that would be awesome. I, I don't see it, but that there's a lot of me inside that wants that to be the way it goes down. If you uh, if you had a meeting with Donald Trump today, or you know, right before he takes the uh, inaugural, you know, he, he makes his speech. What's my issue? What do you want him, Mr. Trump, President Trump? You need to do this today. You need to work on this today. <sighs> Dude, you're asking me what the biggest problem facing America is. I mean, I mean, you fair, are, fair, I mean, did, I mean, I mean, you understand that that's a that's a heavy question for me to answer without putting time into answering it. I'm not saying it's unfair, and I'm going to try to give you an answer. Sorry, we're up against a break right now. If you want to come back, you want to tease them. Ah, uh, no, because then it's on me to come up with something good. <laughs> then it's on me to do something good, and we can't come back because you got Big E with New Day. Ah, yeah. A lot of people are screaming heroin right now in your car. It's a big problem. Wow. Big wow. problem. A lot of people screaming that. Wow. A lot of people are going to talk about race relations. That's a big one. 
economy. That's what he was supposed to be doing, right? Even though, I mean, I, you know, a lot of you know people tell me the economy is better than it's been in a while. Um, geez, the biggest problem facing us today. Oh, this is easy. Easy. Dude, we're not syndicated. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's as easy as it gets. Ha ha, dodged it. Dodged it. <laughs> Phantom sits down with Big E from New Day, and you get WWE tickets. Next on Rock 106.9. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Online, WRQK.com. Check out the Stansberry Show section there. Uh, Metallica performs one uh, with the concert pianist Lang Lang. Lang Lang, correct. There you go. Metallica just doing more stuff to make them seem irrelevant. Well, you know, this isn't Metallica's first, uh, you know, crossover into the world of classical music. No, no, no. They did the whole thing with the orchestra and all that. Did you hear yeah. what else James Hetfield's doing right now? Uh, doing the uh, the porn documentary? Yeah, he's, yeah. Do, he do, he's doing the voiceover for a uh, porn's harmful for your brain thing. So. Are we all still lying about how good that last new Metallica record is? I don't hear anybody talking about it. I don't hear anybody playing it. I don't hear any. I don't hear it anywhere. Are we all still lying about how good that record was? I've gone back and listened, and I feel like it was a half a third of an album. It didn't suck. Oh, oh okay. But if that's the yardstick on the great on what, on what people call the greatest band ever in 2016, you know what I mean? 30 years after the, the greatest band ever, Hooey. I don't like it. Let's not lie about the new Metallica record being good anymore. We, you don't have to lie about that anymore. All right. As you hear New Day's uh, theme song in the background, you might not know that. I sure as hell wouldn't have. Uh, Fantone sat down with one of the members of New Day, which is... All right. Now, walk me through this again now. They're like the longest running tag team champ in the WWE or whatever. In the WWE history, 438 consecutive now, days. I was under the impression that tag teams were two people, but New Day is three people. Yeah, that's the Freebird rule where uh, all three dudes are tag team champions, only two dudes at a time in any given match. You know what I mean? One of them takes the, uh, one of them takes the night off. Yeah, Usually Xavier uh, Woods. Biggie's almost always in there. That's how my ex handled sex. Only two dudes at a time. <laughs> All right, we will get you hooked up with tickets for the uh, for the WWE. Jesus, I don't even want to say it. <laughs> for the WWE Sunday at the Civic Center. We'll get you hooked up with tickets on the other side of this. Fantone sat with down with Biggie yesterday, and here's what happened with that. Uh, Biggie, thank you so much for making some time to be on the program this morning. Uh, dude, honestly, your list of accomplishments, it's, it's, it's one hell of a badass resume. Uh, an Iowa Hawkeye, former NXT champ, former, former Intercontinental champ, and one-third of the longest-reigning tag team champions of the world, dude. Uh, 483 consecutive days of New Day rocking it. Uh, congratulations on two awesome years of your career, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, it uh it really has been something watching, you know, I don't I like to consider myself a bit of a new day hipster in the sense of I was with you guys back when it was the bad days, back when it was the uh back when it was the blue uniforms and uh you were you were faces but you were getting booed and then you were heels and you were getting cheered and just times were weird, but you guys have taken what was a gimmick that I didn't think was going to work and turned it into honestly one of the best tag teams I would say of all time. So like I said, man, congratulations. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, you know, it's uh yeah, it was, uh, I would definitely uh, say, you know, you're, you're pretty spot on as far as the, uh, the, the beginning being dark days. Um, you know, we were still trying to make, uh, make things work 
uh, you know, kind of what we were given. Uh, but the biggest thing for the three of us is we always felt like our chemistry was so strong that we would be able to make it work. Uh, you know, a lot of times guys are, are thrown together and it just doesn't feel organic. And, and I think audience, you know, people watching can always see through that. They can tell when there's a lack of chemistry or things just don't fit right. And uh, honestly, you know, the fact that we've been together now um, working on this, it's almost been three years since we started working on this idea. I believe it was around, uh, I think, March or April. Probably, well, May, eh, April. Uh, we'll make it three years, somewhere around there, um, of, of just working on this idea, and we spent months and months uh, pitching and going back and forth. Um, but for it to finally, you know, take off uh, has been very rewarding. And, and the fact that, you know, the three of us still uh, get along so well is, is remarkable as well. You know, as much as, as much time as we spend, not just uh, at work, but on the road uh, together, and, and that we're all, you know, like brothers still, is pretty remarkable. So it's... Uh, you know, I, it, it's been a remarkable run, and uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. And, you know, I think obviously with any sports team, dude, you're going to have, uh, when you have chemistry, you're going out there and you're playing for the other dude. You're going to run through the wall for the other guy, and you can see that with you guys. Um, and it really is obvious to the, to the WWE universe. I mean, say what you want to say about the, re- the internet wrestling community, um, but they can smell BS, and you guys have none of it. You know what I mean? So that's definitely, uh, that's definitely noted from the universe. Um, the thing I want I want to ask you first, dude is you know a lot of people probably watch wrestling in the Austin and Rock era and they watch the NWO and they watch it 15 20 years ago and they've maybe stepped away um give a little state of the union of of not only what's going on but what's different about this new era of the WWE well I think I think people are right you know obviously I, I grew up during that that era as well and uh, I think it was a phenomenal era I think uh a lot of times people and rightfully so, put uh, that era up on a pedestal. But um, I, I would also, I, I would say, our, our current generation, I, I think we, as far as the in-ring product itself, uh, I, I don't know if uh, there was a more talented era from top to bottom as far as guys who can really go uh, in the ring. And, and uh, you know, to me, you see guys like Cesaro and AJ, uh, Rollins, guys who are some of the best in the world. And I, don't, I think... You know, even 10 years ago, you didn't have that. A lot of these guys were working elsewhere. And now uh, I think uh, guys are being rewarded for being very talented in the ring. So, um, you know, I, I fans, I, I would say give this era uh, an opportunity. And, uh, you know, I think with the network as well, we've really allowed people, you know, with varying tastes, you're going to find something you like, I, I feel. Yeah. Um, you know, with the success of the, the Cruiserweight Classic, and uh, they, they just had the tournament in, uh, in England as well. Uh, there's just so much. And, and obviously, too, if you want to go back and watch old stuff, there, that's what the network is, is for as well. Um, but as far as the, the current uh, crop of, of wrestling, I, I think there's a ton of talent. I, I think there uh, uh, are a lot of guys who are exceptional in the ring, and not just from that perspective, but from characters as well. And, and you have NXT as well. So there's just so much content and so many different kinds of wrestling that we have now with in and under this one umbrella, 
I think there's something for everyone. Yeah, I don't, I don't say it, you know, uh, as hyperbole, but it's the best nine ninety nine I spend a month. I mean, you look at stupid ways you've wasted ten bucks in your life, and just, I mean, it's a pay per view every month, a pay per view plus every month. Now that there's been a brand split, it's uh, all that classic content, all that original programming. You know, I always say to people, you can say what you want about wrestling, you can say what you want about the WWE, but you can't say Vince McMahon is dumb because that guy has honestly uh, just been a picture of how to do it in America, if you ask me, and and the innovations of um, you know WWE recently, you're right, in-ring, the, the product's fantastic, but really, what he's done with the network, I, th- I think he's kind of going to set a new standard. I think you're going to see the NBA, I think you're going to see the NFL kind of follow suit there. Uh, what has it been like working for Vince? Oh, it's uh, been interesting, for sure. It's been great as well. Um, I think one thing that a lot of people don't know is that Vince, from the very beginning, has been one of our biggest supporters, even when a lot of people uh, from older talent to writers or producers, a lot of people who are naysayers uh, with the original incarnation of the New Day, Vince was always there. Uh, we were the first ones. We were, um, you know, before we ever appeared together on TV, we were going to him on a weekly basis and, and uh, you know, showing him different things that we shot on our own time and, and really just trying to fine-tune uh, this idea. But... Uh, you know, one of the things that I'm really grateful for is that we've, you know, with that process and having to go to him on a weekly basis, month after month, uh, we developed a, a good rapport with him. And um, really, you know, a lot of people, when they think Vince McMahon, they, uh, there's, there's a bit of uh, trepidation or anxiety. Um, but we've had so many different opportunities to speak to him that now getting to interact with him or run an idea by him is very natural. And... Uh, you know, we've just been really grateful for being able to have, honestly, a bit of a, a longer leash than most talent. We get away with a lot, honestly. And, uh, you know, a lot of guys have to kind of stay within the lines provided for them. And we've been able to stick a toe or two outside of those lines. So, uh, you know, especially from a, a promo perspective. And that's something that really has helped us be successful. And uh, so, it, you know, Vince has been great. Uh, with us, and he's been there from day one, and uh, just really grateful for him giving us an opportunity. Yeah, and I mean, dude, honestly, rightfully so that he's given you a little bit more of a leash than anybody else when you think about it. I mean, like I said at the beginning of this interview, you know, what what was a, a gimmick that might not have worked, you guys turned into what's one of the most over gimmicks in WWE right now. So I can certainly understand why he decided to give you a bit more of a leash. Um, one of the things I want to talk about, and I, you know, I think it's an underrated aspect, um, dude. You are like ridiculously strong. A former U.S. powerlifting champion. Um, brag about how strong you are. Number one, tell us tell us something ridiculous. Uh, and number two, who are like the strongest dudes in the WWE besides you? Of course. Um, I would say um, okay. So just to run through some of my numbers, uh, my best bench press touch and go is 575 pounds. Uh, my best squat is 750. Uh, that's to depth and raw. Uh, and then my best deadlift is 806 pounds. Jeez, uh, so geez. yeah, it's, uh, I, I've done a few things. Um, as far as talent right now, I, I think from, from a functional perspective, Cesaro is definitely up there. Uh, when you're in the ring with a guy who uh, is able to catch you out of midair, you know, I'm 300 pounds legitimately. And when he's able to catch me out of midair, like it's nothing and, and spin me around, it's, uh, pretty remarkable. Uh, and from, um, obviously, you know, he's, he's a little bit up in years. But uh, Mark Henry is, was legitimately one of the strongest men to ever walk this earth. I, I think he, his deadlift was over 900 pounds. 
Um, he could be not just powerlifting, but strongman as well. Uh, the stuff he w- was able to do is really incredible. And then you, you have guys like uh, Braun as well, another strongman. But, uh, uh, yeah, they, you know, we've, we've got a good crop of guys now, you know, who, uh, who, who can move some weight. I'm just, waiting, I'm just waiting for you to say John Cena. I'm like, he's going to say John Cena. He's going to say John Cena. John Cena's got to be a dude. He's got to be a beast in that ring, right? Uh, no, there's, you know, there's, uh, you know, everyone knows about the exploits of John Cena. I just took that as a given. All right, all right, fair enough, dude. I am on a, uh, I am on a fact-finding mission when it comes to John Cena. I'm trying to find out if he's friends with LeBron James. I haven't seen any pictures together. I'm starting to think they might be the same person, uh, but that's a topic for another time. Uh, dude, as we wrap this interview up, uh, let the WWE Universe kind of know what they can expect on Sunday night, what they can be a part of, and uh, uh, why they should come down to the Civic Center and, uh, and come check you guys out. Well, of course, all your favorites from Raw will be there. The New Day alone is worth the price of admission. Uh, but you'll have Roman Reigns uh, versus Kevin Owens for the Universal title. Uh, Seth Rollins will be there. Rusev. Uh, uh, just, just so many guys uh, that, that you're used to seeing on, on Raw will be there. Um, it's, it's, to me, one of the best values in entertainment. I believe tickets start at $15. Uh, they're still available. Uh, it'll be a fun show. Live events are awesome for us because we get to be more interactive. If you've never been to a live event, it's such a, a different vibe from a television taping. So definitely come out. It'll be a lot of fun. We're approaching Royal Rumble and the road to WrestleMania, so obviously it's, a, it's an exciting time for us as performers and also for fans as well. Awesome, dude. Uh, e, before I let you go, uh, WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump is about to be the president. Oh, well, actually will be the president of the United States of America after noon today. Um, who is the next WWE superstar to uh, step into the Oval Office as, pre- as Commander-in-Chief? Uh... I think, uh, well, he's, uh, I don't know if you consider him currently on the roster, but I think The Rock uh, is a guy who strikes me as, as someone who has uh, not just the, the likability to be president, but he's a, he's a very bright uh, dude. He's uh, very conscientious, uh, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if, if The Rock was one day sitting in the Oval Office. Um, thank you so much, man. Greatly appreciated. I've been telling people for a while, dude, WrestleMania 28, it's going to be a replayed in 2028, Rock vs. Cena, uh, but I guess we will see. Uh, that right there is Big E. Thank you so much. Hey, before we get you off the phone, though, uh, you can give me a New Day Rocks. You can give me a, you give me a little intro. You give me something. Oh, don't you dare be sour. Clap for your longest reigning tag champs and feel the power. It's a New Day. Yes, it is. Oh, my dear God, man. Welcome back to the Stay As Ray Show on Rock 106.9. For those of you that are not into wrestling like myself, I apologize. But look, here's the thing on that. Okay? I don't personally get it. But I understand that a lot of people in the audience do. And I'm not going to be such an elitist that I'm not going to give you a little bit of what you want. And honestly, thank God for Phantom because he loves this stuff and he doesn't have to pretend. And I know a lot of you want it. So there it was. Big E from New Day. Saying The Rock. It's going to be stepping into the Oval yeah, Office. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty easy pick. Out of everybody that's come out of that 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 house, the WWE house, I would think that The Rock's probably the safest of bets for that. I know you think Cena, but no. Let's go, Cena! No, it's not happening. Cena's not going to be president. Although, you know, I guess, you know, you can't, you got to okay. take every, you, dude, everybody's on the table now. Okay, sure. He, dude, he's going to wear that, he'll wear that presidential coat, he'll have a little America pin, and he'll still be wearing jean shorts. It would be awesome.
So has your girlfriend decided where we're having dinner for before the WWE uh, yet? No, let's uh, let's figure that out today. Let's uh, let's 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 nail that down. Uh, it's, we'll have to figure out what's open downtown on Sunday. You know, that's a that's a oh, bitch that, all the time. Yeah, like, oh, a, is this open? Is this not open? That's we'll always a thing. Out. I feel like burgers might be the way to go. So George's. Do you think Meg White's gonna eat a burger? Oh yeah, but they're so good, and it's all like organic. You should eat those burgers. Oh, just keep saying grass fed, right? And, right. And maybe she'll right. do it. There's kale. They have fried kale. Yeah. All right. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. We we, we do. We got to make those plans. We got to figure that out because I know once the, once we both leave here today, we're not going to speak to each <laughs> other again to each other. until Sunday. I hate you. All right, we'll figure it out. We will. We do have those WWE tickets. Let's pass those out right now. Call our 21-800-243-7625. We'll send you to uh, WWE Sunday at the Civic Center. Be right back with more Sands Show. Hang on. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sands Show on Rock 106.9. We're on live for WRQK.com. If you have not heard of this yet, O-Roma is a, uh, is a new virtual reality system that will let you smell pornography. Yeah, that's right. Not see it. Smell it. And, you know, we, we covered this earlier. No, 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 no. We covered it earlier, and you're done. You're done. Do you are on Smell-O-Vision timeout. You have, for, no, you have proven you cannot responsibly handle said subject. Fantone sat down with Big E from New Day, uh, WWE in town on Sunday. Uh, I, I, I don't know what the kind of decision-making that showed on my behalf as people now asking, dude, I missed it. I missed it. And so people are now trying to talk <laughs> oh, oh. people are trying to talk me into running New Day again. I don't know about oh, that. Stansberry, come on, dude. Longest running tag team champions of the world. Show I don't know about that. It's the ring a little bit. We, we will we will I guess we will find out the level of laziness that I have this morning. <laughs> it's a Friday. It's a lot. I'm telling you, it's a Friday. Pretty high on that one. It's a new day. Oh. Yes it is. Oh my god! Do people are keep sending me in like um and and this is awesome. I love this by the way, uh you know. But people keep tweeting at me, at, you know, at Sansbury Show and like sending in messages and like mm-hmm. of all like all the, like the you know the good stories about them quitting smoking cigarettes. If you don't know, oh, it's yeah. my four year anniversary on that today. And uh, you know, dude, the guy Scott earlier sent me a picture of a Harley. He's like, I bought this Harley with the money I saved. Now, a lot of people will do that when they first quit. They'll like take the money that they would spend on cigarettes every day, put it in a jar or whatever. Now, I had a problem with that. You know what I mean? I gave mine to Taco Bell and said, you know, whatever, you put it in a jar, do whatever you want. I gave mine to Taco Bell. But uh, it's uh, it really is one of the better decisions I've made if you're thinking about it. Uh, just do it. Just pull the yes. trigger and do it. Just yes. you know, just pull the trigger and do it. You, it's hard. I'm not gonna. I'm not one of those. I'm not gonna talk to you about how easy it is. It's still hard. Four years, still hard. But uh, easier than you think once you get into it a little bit. And I'll tell you this. Um, we posted this video yesterday. It's a uh, do one of those e cigs blew up in a dude's mouth, right? And like his teeth are gone. He's, yeah. uh, his face is all black, and like half of his face is like, but not half. But there's like a patch of his face that's like ripped off. It was uh, pretty brutal. Like honestly, like I've seen those before, and like a guy's leg will get burnt right. or something. But like, from having it in the pocket, yeah. this was like facial like explosion. Going back to the old Roma. Shut up! Don't. I, dude, I got the old Roma joke. Come on. No, dude, you are on the bench for the old Roma. But I so we posted this yesterday, and I understand, dude. A lot of the vaping people uh, like have a problem with me because I've come after the vaping community pretty hard in the program. I've been a little judgmental on the vapors. I have. Okay, I get it. But then like, people started hitting me up yesterday going, you know, that's user error when that happens with those e cigs That's user error. Okay, well, let's say it is. 
that's a pretty big risk for me to yeah. take with something like I can screw it up and that happens. Stansberry screws stuff it, up every day. At least with the cigarettes, right? Like the negative effects are inside. They're kind of hidden. I'm not forced to see them. If you can see somebody's face exploded on, I, I, I don't know how you don't. If it, that's user error, yeah, no, what, that would scare me off of it. The argument of like, well, you can see it, you can't see it outside. I'm sure there's people who have like lost their jaw to, you know, yeah, and I know like, they show know. the commercials, but, but I don't it, smoke it, anymore. The, the bigger point of of with e cigs and well, it's a user error thing. Do I have to like take a class before I start doing this? Do I need to be like certified before I get e cigs? Because let's be real, people mess stuff up every day, and we're talking about right. the people who are walking down Tusk. Uh, dragon shirt on, a fedora, vape pen, and a, and a polar a polar pop. Those right. dudes f up. They messed up their entire lives, and you think they're not going to f up the easy? So the same crowd that refuses to read what to expect when you're expecting right. is now the same right. people that are going to read the fine print of the unicorn poop flavored cloud machine that's in your pocket. Yeah, they're going to understand the voltage and the. And the hey, hey, come on, dude! Come on. And again, I didn't want to do this again. I know a lot of you people who vape feel like I attack you, and I don't. That's not really. What, what I want to do here. I, it's not what I want to do. Just, you know, if you're thinking about quitting smoking series, just do it. And uh, Just do it. And uh, it's probably what I want to say most kids in school at this point. But if I could go back and be like, yo, 19-year-old me, don't smoke. It, it's a tough Is that count. when you started? Yeah, it's probably 1920. Oh, God, I was and, way young. Well, I mean, not the first one, but when okay. I really started smoking. All right, I hear you. And the man. reason I did it was a chick, dude. It was a girl that I was working with, and we worked at a restaurant together, and she would go out on cigarette breaks, and I just wanted her to touch my penis so bad that I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Lung cancer. Who cares? Whatever. Oh, God. that uh, Every guy's got a story like yeah. that. Yeah. A girl's how I quit. We were pounding too much Patron. She put her arms around me. She's like, you know, you should think about quitting smoking cigarettes. She was looking good. And, dude, it was just like how them country songs tell you to, dude. It was white tank tops, cowboy boots, ripped up jeans. She was looking good. She started making a lot of sense, Phantom. She was telling me about how she was a cancer survivor, that Patron takes a good on her breath. And I was like, you know what? Sam, I'm done. You're Sam's right. Perry just hacking up along. <laughs> You're right. It was it was it was pretty simple, dude. We were making out. Patron was tasting good, and I, it was if you quit smoking cigarettes, you can put it anywhere you want. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. I will agree 100%. Quitting smoking cigarettes is going to make your sex life better. There's that benefit for sure. Oh, yeah. Dudes, if you're on top of your wife wheezing and you can't breathe, well, not and you, only barely, that, dude. you barely get your D hard. Well, dude, that's just it. Yeah. Cigarettes lead to ED. Yeah, dude. For sure they do. If you're having problems in the bedroom. I noticed a, not that I had had issues, but I had noticed a, you know, everything just gets reinvigorated. You know, everything they just, uh, dude, just quitting smoking cigarettes just presses refresh. Plus, your face won't look like a catcher's mitt. Good job, quitting, buddy. Proud of you, by the way. Thanks, buddy. Four years, not one. You know what I'm saying? Not one. Like, I've quit for plus, for probably two plus years, but I still occasionally well, you, smoke. You can dabble. Uh, it makes me so jealous of you, dude. Like, you, like, you'll go out of town for like a vacation or whatever, and he'll have like three cigarettes or whatever it is. And like, if I do that, I'll have a carton a week. Anytime More. I'm on vacation, anytime I feel like it's vacation mode, first thing I do is buy a pack of cigarettes. As soon as I leave Canton on vacation. If I'm just around the house, I can't do it. But, dude, if I'm going somewhere, light dude, them up. I'm so so jealous of you. I never thought I would live long enough to say that goddamn <laughs> sentence ever. Hey, Worcester. Notice I just said your city's name, right? <laughs> there you go. Pat on the back. Notice that? That's it. Notice that? Little pat on the back for Sansbury there on that one. But I got terrible news for you guys. Worcester, bad, bad news. You're getting that next on Rock 106. 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 1069.
tired of paying all those bank fees, hit up CSE, Federal Credit Union. 100% local. Everything that happens with that credit union is decided on by people who live here in your community. And uh, I keep bragging about my CSE Debit MasterCard, and it's because I'm not paying any ATM fees. 35,000 machines. ATM fee free. I love that. Again, I'm going to be uh, car shopping here. I've been talking to CSE about the about a car loan there. You can do that there. They're... Uh, their interest rates on loans very very competitive check that out cscfcu.com as i was victory lapping a little uh, a while ago about yeah. you know uh, quitting smoking over four years and i don't mean to be you know too annoying about it or beat you over the head about it or whatever but i but i there was something i forgot to mention and i'm not going to mention her by name because i don't know if she's like alerted her family or whatever yet but a a very strong supporter of uh, this show's and mine for a long time, uh, you know, even previous, uh, made us aware yesterday that she is uh, she's been diagnosed with breast cancer. I know she's listening right now, and like I said, I don't want to call you out by name. I don't know if you've told people yet, but uh, we're with you behind the, on that. And if there's anything we can do, please let us know. Um, and uh, we're thinking about you. Uh, you know, I I would say all cancers, but breast cancer in particular, it's it's amazing the advancements they've made. It's amazing what yeah, doctors and, and modern medicine are able to do. And you know, not that not that you know the Stansberry Show and the Twenty Million Strong are uh, are, are doctors in medicine, but we're with you. Not even close. But, but, but we're with you. Not and, even uh, close. Yeah, thoughts and prayers and all those things that people say when something awful happens. Yes, there we go. All right, so. Worcester, I got bad news. That you live in Worcester? Uh, <laughs> you be good to Worcester. Dude, let me tell you, dude, Worcester's not the worst. No, it's really not. I, I play golf a lot out in uh, you know, Orville there towards the uh, you know, towards the border there of you know Orville and Worcester, you know, out at the Pines. And so, dude, I'm in Worcester quite a bit, actually. And uh, some of the restaurant game there, very good. Very good. And I mean, you know, it's 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 out of Stark County, it's it's in Wayne, so I think a lot of people are like, Oh my god, it's so far away, but dude, it's not that far. Really not that no. far at all. It's like twenty five minutes from my I don't house. know, I don't know why in, uh, why me and the girl don't head out there more often. You Maybe. really should. There's a couple of to. really good restaurants Maybe out there. But I do have bad news. What? As authorities now are warning uh, the small community of Worcester uh, about an extremely dangerous, and I'm going to call this a new drug, and some of you are going to go, that's not new, it's been out for years. But when it starts affecting you know communities that aren't used to this kind of stuff, they haven't seen it yet, right. it's new to them. Right. And that's this drug that got really popular in South Florida called Flocka. And Flocka is a lot of, I guess, I don't know, this is, you know, I, you know, we joke around about drug use a lot on this program. I've never really done this kind of stuff, so I'm really inexperienced here. But apparently Flocka is a lot like bath salts. And it's generally, and I'm reading now from Fox8.com, it's white or pink, it's foul-smelling crystals, which are... So are the people that use crystals for deodorants. <laughs> Those people are foul-smelling as well. But apparently it's foul-smelling crystals. That can be eaten, snorted, injected, or vaporized into an e-cigarette. So sometimes when you're seeing those people with those e-cigs, that they're doing that. I didn't know that. Just like any other drug, there's a, a variety of ways that to you get can it in your system. It, yeah, and uh, obviously vaporizing sends the drug very quickly into the uh, you know bloodstream. Um, they say that is one of the ways that it's easiest to overdose on. Oh, I mean, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. You know, obviously, flocka and marijuana are two different things. But when you start vaporizing marijuana, especially when you start vaporizing concentrate, when you start vaporizing dabs, dude, I don't want to say I've seen people OD on dope or on weed, but, but like people have claimed to get close to like tripping type things. Right, like I'm way too high for this. Yeah, way yeah. too high for this. I don't really have a whole lot of experience with that either, but I have heard that flocka can also cause a condition that's called excited delirium. Now, 
I, if I were cops or if I were people looking to get people away from stuff, I would keep words of excited out of it because they know what excited means. They don't know what delirium means. And so I, I would keep it a little bit more basic than that. And it involves hyperstimulation, paranoia, and hallucinations that can lead to violent aggression and self-injury. We've seen, didn't a guy high on Flocka chew a guy's face off in yeah, Florida? Like yeah. there was one of those. I know a lot of people like commit suicide on this kind of stuff and they, you know, they throw themselves in a harm's way. It's one of those things that I know can make people feel like they're burning up and uh you know so you end up doing weird things to yourself because you know it it, it messes with your body's temperature and that whole thing um again it's been linked to deaths by suicide heart attack also kidney damage kidney failure is all part of flaca but apparently it's now running wild through the streets of worcester terrible yikes yeah, certainly no good there. Um, no, you don't need that. You know, obviously, as as new drugs become a thing, uh, people are going to do them. There's no question. Um, there's always, you know, and I guess I, I, maybe I'm trying to introduce logic into a, an illogical situation, but there's always a line for me where it's like, dude, I just don't want to rip my face off. Like, I don't want to have to. I, you know, no risk what, versus reward. No matter what the high is, no matter how good, and I, I, I doubt, and I, I guess speaking as like somebody who's done drugs before, I doubt Flocka's that good i doubt it's like oh my god this is that now i i I understand from where the motivation for you to say that comes from but then why are people doing well i guess i mean right i I mean i have always said i mean it's not something you should do but oxycontin people do it because it's good well that's why they do it i guess at that point it's probably just that desperation for any high as opposed to that high being that good at least it's okay my thought on it i I see the distinction there I, uh, yeah, if you, if you tell me that the threat of it is that I'm going to chew somebody's face off, I'm out. I'm out. Right? Which, and I have an interest. Like, it's pretty easy to get my brain interested in bad things. Like, it's pretty easy to be like, yo, dude, this, dude, this is going to be fun. I, it's very interesting. I'm very, like, I'm very inquisitive. Like, oh, I want to know more. But, it, like, that stuff, it's just too scary. And, like, I've said this a couple of times, too. I'm too old for hallucinogens. I'm too old for it. I'm too old for, like, for acid and all that stuff that, like, runs around in your brain like that. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh, dude, some doors are meant to be shut and closed forever. And the sickness that is my brain is one of them. Yeah, I've seen recent things where they've talked about microdosing when it comes to, like, acid and mushrooms what's, and stuff what's like microdose? that. Where they'll give you very, very small amounts of, of hallucinogenics. They're doing that to cure it. Now I hear to cure addiction yeah. and to cure to cure depression. Like those are the two things that there really is, is that this is how it affects that part of the brain. Yeah. And I mean, listen, scientists, you guys go ahead and do your thing. That's your job is to try right. to figure that out. But right. as far as it comes to and I know your mom said this to you when it comes to new drugs, probably once the time you hit 30, like it's time to stop doing new drugs. You know which ones you like, you know which ones you don't and just stick to the ones that that you you know are in your wheelhouse. By the way, that voicemail from my mom came 15 <laughs> years ago and you would think it's by now. I would have learned that lesson. Not even close there. We do have Green Day tickets. I want to give you those uh, next on Rock 106.9. Also, uh, apparently there has been an egregious move made in the NBA. And uh, I really want to get Fantos take on it. He's uh, like the you know he's like the NBA hardwood guy of the Stansbury Show. Kind of interested to get your take on this. What people are calling an egregious move by the NBA. We'll do that next. And Green Day tickets on Rock 106.9. Scary Show on Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. You're just mere minutes away from getting a double Green Day tickets. One eight hundred two four three seven six two five. The number you'll need for those. They're playing August twenty fourth out at Blossom. 
and we'll pass those tickets out just mere minutes away for that. I wonder if they're going to talk about Trump at all. I wonder. Smidgen. Do you, do you think Smidgen. maybe Green Day is going to get all political on you? Who knows? Smidgen. Who knows? You know, as we were talking about the the flock, uh, like flush or uh, rush of it uh, that's that's hit Worcester. We were talking about that, you know, prior to the break. Jamie writes in. She said, uh, and I'm hearing this third hand, so you know. But she says, uh, apparently, there was a high speed chase yesterday in Worcester. I'm not going to give you the kid's name, but he's 24 years old from Worcester. He was high on something, and apparently, at the end of the chase, he was begging for the police to shoot him. He demanded to speak to Donald Trump, and uh, she's she's had heard that from a. From a nurse out there in the hospital, so I, you know, again, I'm hearing that third hand or whatever, but Jeez. that's uh, that, you know, that drug is that drug is something Jeez. else, man. That's why you shouldn't mess. There's just certain stuff you shouldn't, you just shouldn't, you know, shouldn't mess with. And honest, I mean, asking the cops to kill you, jeez, like, man, come on, talk. What's Trump gonna do? He ain't gonna do nothing for you while you're all high. Wrong couple of years to be doing that. Yeah, man, come on now. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be doing that. New stories out of Worcester. We gotta, you know, we gotta have to make a trip out there. Maybe we gotta go visit those. I was people. there yesterday. I was, I was in Worcester yesterday. I feel like, I feel like they're under represented and, and and i gotta do something about that dude i did get out yesterday a little bit yeah. and uh dude the weather was all right it was, it was all right and uh now you have to walk they won't let you take a card out and play golf but i uh but i did play nine holes yesterday and uh dude i hit a five iron yesterday that is no exaggeration is in the top five best shots I've ever hit in my life. Stansbury doing big things out there. So I get to the fourth hole. I pull out the three wood. I'm going to tee off. And it, 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 it was a terrible shot. Terrible. So I'm on a par five. And some of you are going, why are you teeing off on a par five with a three wood, not your driver? I hit the three wood a little bit better. And uh, not much. <laughs> a little bit. And so, but it was a bad tee shot. Was not happy. Was uh, was very upset. So that, like, I settled myself down. I was like, all right, well, you're not getting home in two. You know you're not. So, you know, we have to lay up now. And so I was like, all right, well, let's pull the five iron. Let's lay up. And I mean, I hit it. And I thought, dude, I hit the ball so well. I thought a guy hit a ball from behind me and hit a ball Jeez. over me. I mean, that's how well. I just, I stared it down. I could tell by the finish. I could tell by everything. It was like that right there was a well-struck golf shot. I was never so more, more proud of myself ever in my life. Feeling good about yourself. Oh, I yeah. like it. I now, like it. round not great. Kind of up and down, up and down, up and down. But I had multiple. There was, a, there was a shot on every hole that was like, okay, wow, that was pretty good. Yeah, take, so we see it coming. Take the victories presented in front of you. You have to you with know? that game. Yeah. If, if you don't celebrate the small ones, you're just going to get too frustrated and let it go. But yeah, I hit a five iron yesterday. Top five uh, best uh, Sandsbury shots ever. Not that anybody, anybody, anybody cares. Sandsbury, <laughs> letting, it, letting it ring, dude. Stroke. <laughs> I got to ask you about this. Okay. Um, apparently, there was a big snub with the All Star game, uh, you know, in the NBA. Okay. And I, you know, I don't know how the NBA figures out who the All Stars are, who the starters are, who the bench players. Are. I don't know how they do that. It's new this year. The way that they did it this year. Oh, is it? Yeah. Usually, it was for for years. It was. Is one, it fan vote? It was one hundred percent fan vote, and okay. however the fans voted, those. Were I always the guys see the hashtag NBA vote, NBA vote. Yeah, what they did this year, it was it was fifty percent of the uh, of the votes that went in essentially were were tallied via fan vote. Okay. Twenty five percent went to uh, NBA beat writers, and twenty five percent went to NBA. Players. How do you like that? Do you like the beat writer being in? Uh, I like the beat writer. I like the players. I like the fans all having a voice in it, and I like it. I like it how they broke it up, where fans get fifty percent, the other two get twenty five. Where it's like our voice more important because at the end of the day, it's entertainment. It is entertainment. It's it's an exhibition game. It's it's one hundred percent just to kind of see the guys you want to. But it's the, a YMC basketball but, game. But the reason that they the reason that they they do it like this is they don't want dudes um, who don't deserve to be in to get in. Essentially, um, uh, with 
there's been guys in the past, and maybe they're foreign players, and their entire country will just come out and vote for him and vote for him and vote for him right. just because they want their guy to be there. And and that's how dudes ended up kind of getting screwed out of stuff. So I like the way that they have it set up now. Apparently, Russell Westbrook, for those of you that don't know, he plays in Oklahoma City with the Thunder. Um, and he's been averaging a triple-double this year. Which is insane. Which is insane, dude. Which is, I mean, dude, it's is crazy. it Moses Malone was the last guy to do it on a, on a consistent, regular basis? That's the last guy yeah. to do it, right? So Moses Malone. The, the fact that the fact that he's putting up numbers like that on a regular basis, it is, it's awesome. Like I can, I, I will say, LeBron James, best basketball player on the planet, but most valuable player right now, I have a hard time not giving it to him. Hmm. Interesting. I um because the reason why I say that is because apparently he's not an NBA All Star starter. Right. He's been selected to the team. Right. Not a starter. Now, how could that be? If you're averaging a triple-double, you're arguing that he's maybe the MVP of the season up to this point. I've heard other people make that argument. I hear James Harden's name thrown around. I hear a lot of the Warriors guys can't be considered because of the the compilation of players. And it's like, you know what I mean? It's just you cancel each other out there. Right. So, so I hear, like, you know, there's a lot of that. So, I mean, if he's in conversations for MVP of the league, he's playing lights out. How is he not a starter? Now, I understand the West is loaded down with players. East, not so much. West loaded down with better players. At least that seems to be the sentiment from the NBA media. Um, so, I guess maybe that's it. But, I mean, how do you, how do you, how do you snub a guy averaging a triple-double? That's impressive. For a guy, I don't know much about basketball, but that's, I know that's impressive. Well, because we're getting into a popularity contest here. Because you have to remember, when fans have 50% of the vote, NBA fans aren't necessarily... Fickle. Well, they're, and they're, not all, they're not all necessarily super fans. They're not all necessarily watching the, the teams and the, and the games outside of what but they care that, about. But that's why I thought he would be a shoe-in, because it's a storyline. It's it's a it's a look how fun this is storyline. Um, it's 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 more so. I think the storyline of the NBA has been and will continue to be the Cavs Golden State Warriors, Warriors versus Cavs the Cavaliers, Warriors. and and those. That's why Steph Curry, who's had a bit of an off season, I'm not saying like, oh, dude, Steph Curry sucks, he's terrible, but Steph Curry not producing like he has in the past. That's why Steph Curry got the nod here, and LeBron or and 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 Russell Westbrook didn't. Is Steph Curry at the end of the day is a bigger star than Russell Westbrook, and that's all. I mean. That at the end of the day, that's what it is. He's got more more jersey sold, bigger fan base, more people care about him and the Warriors and all that. Where Oklahoma City, once Kevin Durant left there, Russell Westbrook kind of became an afterthought. You know, KD was the guy. Do you buy into the theory that people are running away from Oklahoma City the way like Harden ran away from there, and then now Durant ran away from there? Do you buy into this? Westbrook's too selfish to play with. Uh no, I don't know if if you're running away from a from a team with a guy who's who's averaging a triple double. I I, I think you could probably Probably find a lot of issues within the Oklahoma City organization. I don't know if it's fair to throw that around. Okay. Russell I've been curious about that because I hear it a lot, and I was kind of curious about that one. Um, you know, I, I've been a little curious about that. Let me ask you. Um, so, so you say Steph Curry bigger star in the NBA than Russell Westbrook? I'm yeah. not, I'm, I'm not yeah. arguing. So let's keep it with the Warriors here. Bigger star in the NBA, Curry Durant. Uh, Curry, really? Yeah. Yeah, as far as like as far as like mainstream public America goes, I'm not saying like he's a better basketball player, and I'm not saying that he's you know, if I'm starting a team, he's the guy I'm going around. But the dialogue around Steph Curry and 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 like the the mainstream appeal of him and his wife and his kids and all those you know all those things over the past he's two years, he's definitely an NBA 
athlete and just athlete in general, you could feel like your kids could look up to and be like, yeah, idolize him. You can. I'll give I, as a guy who's critical on stuff. You got to give him that one. He's got he's got uh, more endorsements. He's got more. You know, he's just a bigger face uh, of it, it. Then maybe I'm wrong here because I, I got to tell you. To me, it feels like that the team is slowly becoming Kevin Durant's identity. Like the more I, because I bet the Warriors to lose, I think the over-under was 67 and a half. I bet the under. And so I've been paying attention to the Warriors. I'm going to lose that bet and I'm going to lose it handily. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to lose it handily. All right. That was, a, that was betting on emotion there, not necessarily my brain. And so I've been watching more and more Warriors games. And it seems to me like more and more as we get deeper and deeper into the season that their identity is slowly like the, the, the feel of the team seems like it's more and more Kevin, more and more Kevin becoming the bigger of the two stars. And I think a lot of people give Golden State, you know, a pat on the back of the fact that nobody seems to care. Right, and I think that's going to happen any time that you interject a a a, a top tier talent into a, a top tier organization. Is is, is I mean, is, didn't look at, the Heat kind of exactly. become LeBron James's exactly. team, exactly. even though like he started to overshadow Wade, even though Wade probably overall in Miami the bigger of the two stars, but the team itself started to feel like LeBron's hand. We can we can we can look back on the Miami and LeBron years and be like, oh, dude, LeBron James, he was Robin, he was dude, he, he was always Robin, and Dwayne Wade was Batman, and no. He wasn't, dude. No, he wasn't, dude. I hated LeBron in those days. Hated him. And I can admit that the guy was Batman. He was never, it was, he was, he never was Robin. He never was. All right. I need to ask you this because this is one of those things surrounding LeBron James we've never talked about. And so you bring it up, you hated LeBron James back then. Okay. Yeah. And I don't remember seeing this in real time. I know I watch it, but I don't remember the games. Was the meltdown? When he was playing with the Heat versus the Dallas Mavericks, was that as bad as I hear people on NBA media say it was? Like that, like because I heard this quote the other day: "We've never seen a superstar athlete f- like fall off the face of the planet like that in a championship series ever." Um, I, I, I wouldn't agree that that never happened. I mean, look at last year when with Steph, Steph Curry last two f- years f- with Steph. fell apart. Well, I mean, you know, last year he lost in his t- and his team, and you can point at him as like, "Well, dude, you fell apart." Kind of screwed up there, yeah. So, no, dude, you know, champions will crumble in the moment. Like, I know it's like, no way, they're always perfect, they're always the best, but dude, anytime you go out there on a competitive field and it's two top-tier teams going at it with each other, you know, That's inevitably, you play the game. Right, inevitably, you play. you're going to have off games, you're going to have times off, so um, shout out to uh, obviously LeBron James uh, for making his what seems like 20th consecutive All-Star start. Now, he's a starter, right? Yeah, and him and Kyrie Irving both starting, so oh, that's, good for uh, them. that's good stuff right yeah, there. Yeah, that's good stuff. Good stuff. I uh you know you know everybody knows Kyrie Irving is my Cavalier. I love that right. guy. Right. Absolutely. And good news, dude. Finally, finally. Number one, the Cavs won last night, which is excellent news. But, dude, thank God Canton Charge Basketball returns to the Hall of Fame city next week. We'll have tickets to give away. We've already got them loaded down. But, dude, you're, it's been, you're in arena hosting, right? It's been like weeks since we've seen the Charge play. So, very excited about that. Yeah, man. I, you know what? I am happy to have that back. Hashtag Charge Up. We do have Green Day tickets. Let's pass those out right now. Caller 20, 1 800 243 765. You're getting hooked up with Green Day tickets. And uh, I have a story here. From a mother, I think, that made worse decisions than maybe my own mother. We'll give you that next on Rock 106.9. Hey, guys, you got Sansbury here for High Voltage Indoor Karting. If you're looking for some thrilling entertainment that gets you in out of the cold, I've got what you're looking for. It's Northeast Ohio's first, fastest, and longest indoor high-performance electric go-karting track. 
This isn't your grandma's amusement park ride. This is high speed, adrenaline pumping, extreme driving, and it's all indoors in the historic Foundry Building about a half a mile west of the Medina Square, just off of Route 18. If you have not been out to high voltage, you got to get there. When you do, ask for the Stansbury Show hookup. It's all day, all night, Monday through Thursday. You get free registration, plus three races for the price of two. You're saving around 17 bucks. High voltage indoor karting is perfect for birthday parties, bachelor parties, retirement parties, and more. And now, High Voltage Indoor Karting has junior karts for 9 to 13 year olds. There's limited availability and hours, so check them out online at highvoltagekarting.com or call 330-333-9000. High Voltage Indoor Karting. It's lightning fast fun and entertainment. 69. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 1069. You know, coming up at 9 o'clock is uh, <laughs> we're giving you a trip to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. It feels as if I've done a bad job of reminding people of that today. I apologize for that. But yeah, trip out to Los Angeles. Up for grabs, 9 a.m. on the program. Dude, that's under 15 minutes away. Good God. That's good stuff there. I, dude, I, if you would have told, asked me if you told what time is I've been like 7.30. I don't know. It's 8.45 already? Yeah. Man. On a Friday, too? Man. I swear to God, I'm so mad it's raining right now. I want to go play golf again this afternoon so bad it's raining. It's going to be a little too wet. It's supposed to be 60 tomorrow, though, and yeah, we'll put the galoshes on and be out there hitting eight irons. I'll tell you that. That's happening. Up right now at WRQK.com in the Stands Ratio section is something you need to see. You need to see this because I know a lot of you are really worried about the, you know, the inauguration, right. what's going to happen over the next four years and all right. that. You got, a lot of you guys are worried about it and you're going to be like running off at the mouth on it online. Now, look, I'm not going to tell you to not do that. It's your right. It's an American. Do whatever you want, whatever. But you have to remember that no matter how innocuous you believe a statement you have said online is, a threat against the office of the president is going to be taken seriously. You, you can't yell hijack in an airport. You can't do that, right? You can't be talking about how you're going to kill the dude. You can't be talking about how you're going to strangle Donald Trump with your bare hands. You can't do it. can't do it. Don't do it. Otherwise, you're going to spend some time in jail, and a man is. Now, this was Florida, obviously. Florida man went after it, but he posts a live video, Facebook Live, about killing President-elect Trump, and if he's now in jail, he's going to serve some time. So don't be doing that today. Just don't do it. I understand the emotions are running high. But you got to remember that you're not just joking around with your friends here if you're posting that kind of stuff online. The uh, the assassination of a president is one of the greatest black eyes that any country could ever have. So I mean, listen, I'm yeah. Certain- it makes you look really foolish to the rest of the country, to the rest of the world. I mean. Sorry. And 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 and. and- <laughs> More so than just, I mean, it's terrible for a country. It just the morale. is. It, it just, it's, yeah, just it's, a, it's an absolutely uh, reprehensible thought. And as somebody who uh, who is who is who is pretty pretty anti Trump, yeah, you can't be doing stuff like that. Give me guys. the odds on whether you think uh, on whether or not you think an attempt is made today. Uh, not an attempt today. Nothing credible. I mean, nothing nothing that's anywhere. Yeah, close there's always the bumps in the road, right? Um, as far as today goes, though, um, I think there will obviously there's going to be protests not only in D.C. but there's there violence there 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 will be right situations i don't think anything major happens though i honestly really? don't i don't i mean does a car get burnt sure do 15 people get arrested sure but that, i don't view that as like major like holy okay crap. yeah there, there, there's now things that are just par for the course right, now right uh, that's unfortunate to say it that right. way but there are there are things that are just uh you know par for the course now now i remember being on the uh, on the air the day that uh barack obama was going to be inaugurated okay 
And I had said then, I was like, I don't think you can put it past this country to try to assassinate the first African-American president the night of the inauguration. You can't put it past that, right? And so I thought we may have seen it then. But I got to tell you, I think the vitriol on the anti-Trump side is 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 as heavy as is some of the stuff I saw on the anti Obama side in 08. The only thing is I just think the anti Trumpers don't have the guns. <laughs> right? And I know that's like a little bit of a you know what I mean, you know, an exaggeration. I know plenty of Democrats own guns. But it, it just seems like people are very angry at that guy. And I, I think you I don't know, man. I don't think you can put it past it. I don't like I said, I mean, I, I, I definitely think there are people right now who are crazy and who are going to say or even attempt to do it. But I don't think there's anything that will be considered like, oh, there was an actual, you know, threat to the life of the president. I hope you're right. Um, I do. I hope you're right. I, uh, I, I, I think it's funny how we've seen recently. Um, you know, eight years ago, and you brought it up, there was plenty, plenty of people protesting Obama. Plenty. Dude. Oh, yeah. There was, you know, yeah, uh, you know a, a village in Kenya. Is That's where not idiot. my president came from. Uh, people with George Bush, too. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, and listen, at the end of the day, he is your president. He was your president. And the next person, whoever it is, is going to be your president. So you can't, you know, not my president. Um, I just think it's it's just funny how oh, on Monday, we all took the day off for MLK. And we were all like, oh, dude, MLK, best person on the face of the planet. And now today, less than a week later, it's like, oh, you protesting sons of bitches. You can't be out there protesting things. That's some blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, uh, didn't we just celebrate it, dude? Didn't we all just take a day off of work because someone went out there and protested what he felt like was injustice? Yeah, but come on, dude. I live in America. I don't have to care about things. I just need to take the day off when I'm told. take the day off work. Dude, I don't decide what happens. I just go where I'm told. You know what I mean? I just go where I'm told. But yes, I obviously take your point. And if, if you want me to admit to you that there are hypocrites in the United States, I'm going to have to give ground there. Fair. I'm going to have Fair. to give that ground. Yes. Fair. I want you to also head to WRQK.com to check out this thing that I thought was really strange. I only have a few minutes here, but I do want to I, I do want to ask this question. Okay. I thought this was strange. I asked online yesterday. It seems like women were like, yeah, that's weird. I don't think I would do that. As a woman has thrown a period party for her daughter. There's a cake and like, welcome to having your period. You know what, you know, obviously everybody knows what the period is. And like, she had like a period party for her daughter. You can see the photos. You can see the cake. It's up online right now. WRQK.com in the Sansbury Show section. And I asked the question, is this normal? Is this what people are doing now and it seems very strange to me yeah. and multiple women reached out to me yesterday they're like i have daughters don't think i would do that a party is weird like the concept of like you're putting special celebration now obviously when your daughter does have her period i'm sure there is a little bit of like oh my gosh you're becoming a woman and let's have a little bit of a conversation and i know you feel really uncomfortable right now but here's what's happening and that's not a party though that's a conversation so yeah i, I i'm gonna i mean there. the photo is the it, it it's one of those like like photo collages. Like on the left, it's a photo of the cake. Okay. On the right is two photos of the girl. One of her, she's holding uh, the. Um, well, let's call it evidence. Ah, uh, no, let's not call it anything, dude. What are we talking? Come on. Let's call it evidence there, and it says here, Brooke has started her period today, and my my family is super extra. And then there's an emoji, so I guess we're just supposed to assume you know that's what that emoji means to yeah, me, you know, or whatever. But like, I think that's very weird. Now I understand there are celebrations of coming of age, right? There's the bar mitzvah and the bat mitzvah, and there are you know, yeah, you know, there are things for coming of age, right? So I get it. Right. I understand there are milestones. Turning sixteen, there are milestones through life. But I don't understand. 
I, I guess, and maybe I'm wrongfully. No, I'm not. That's part of the reproduction. I, I wouldn't. It feels like we're celebrating the start of the sexualization of your daughter. Um, well, I, at the end, because isn't that kind of what you're doing? But at the end of the day, I mean, well, I, I think what you're, you're celebrating is her becoming an adult, her becoming her own, and a part of that is sex. Like, I, I know, I know, it's like, oh my gosh, family, we can't talk about sex at all. But as a parent, you should want your child to have a healthy sexual identity. I want them they to should. be educated about it. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to be like hyper excited about the fact that I get my periods so and I'll bring on the penises. Well, I and mean, that feels that way to me. I, I guess I can. See see that but i don't necessarily agree i think it's i think it's this woman and i don't agree i don't agree with her but i think this is hey you're taking a step towards becoming a woman i think it's very very strange and i'm going to be Agreed. very very judgmental Agreed. about it and tell you that it's gross and don't take pictures of um no what, don't. like the pads and don't, whatever the that, hell no, they're called don't. and don't send us to the goddamn store to buy it either <laughs> don't do that all right it's huge you're gonna love it and it's coming to canton we'll tell you that next on rock 106.9 rock 106.9 Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 1069. Just sent somebody out to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. We'll do it again at 11 a.m. this morning. Fish will uh, will actually handle that. We'll we'll be long gone by then. Yeah, I'm not going to be here at 11 a.m. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. But Fish will get you hooked up at 11 a.m. I forgot to eat breakfast this morning. I am starving yeah. right now. Yeah, I can't wait to. You know what, dude? I might go to Twisted Citrus after get a little uh, get a little breakfast. Our uh, our favorite employee, Linda. Uh, the front desk lady, a lot of you guys know her from winning contests and whatnot. Uh, she brought in some donuts on Friday. You know, it's her thing. Yeah. I got one over here. You want this uh, You want this cream stick, buddy? Oh, I guess I did have an apple fritter. I yeah. guess I forgot I did. That's not Suck perfect. that thing down, dude. Sucked it down. Uh, you know, I was hungry. I'm still, I'm still, like, starving hungry. So, yeah. I'm telling you, I got this cream stick right here. You want this cream stick? Nah, I'm not wild about those. And it was, it's got like the maple frosting on the top, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Right. Yeah, not wild about those. People are pounding me, begging me. Your wrestling people are like, nice. uh, like begging me. WWE Universe, they run deep, man. I missed the Big E New Day interview. Will you run it again before the end of the day? And I don't know. I don't know. That doesn't seem right, but uh, I don't know. But, I don't know about that one. But it's Friday, and Stansbury don't want to do nothing. Stansbury's like, you know what? Maybe we'll kick my feet back. Fantone, I don't care. Do the show. Who cares? I do have good news, Canton. All right. I have huge some. news for you, okay? Because I think this is going to be big, and I think people will, are going to be really happy about this. Okay. Some of you may know. Some of you may not. But it uh, has officially been announced. This was for immediate release yesterday. We got the press release. That the Ohio High School Athletic Association football state championship games will be played at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton in 2017 and 2018. Now, I would imagine that's huge news because apparently they had those games had been here 24 years from 1990 to 2013 is what I'm being told. And the football state championship games were held at Ohio Stadium in Columbus in 2014, 15, and 16. Now coming back here to Stark County to be played at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. And I think that this is awesome. As most teams right around here locally are in competition for these games and are in these games, it will be cool to see them. Now, I know you could make the argument that aren't essentially what you're doing then is making this like uh, like a home game 
for 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 them. But uh, you know, I mean, I know there's teams in Columbus that are really good, and then you go down there and have yeah. to play in Ohio Stadium. Yeah. So it's like there's no way not to make it that way. Plus, it's Ohio, and so it's kind of like you know you're probably going to travel at the at the worst in Ohio. I mean, we're talking like from the from the from Cleveland to Cincinnati. What are we talking like five and a half hours there? Yeah. So it's not you know what I mean. It's not like oh my god, teams can't. It's not that big of a state. Uh, Dan Ross, who is the OHSAA commissioner, said, We had great hosts in Stark County before, and I know we will again. We are blessed in Ohio to have so many outstanding playoff venues like Tom Penson Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton and Ohio Stadium here in Columbus. And our intent all along has been to rotate the finals between the two sites. The last three years in Columbus have been great, and the timing worked out well because Canton and the Pro Football Hall of Fame had major stadium renovations underway at the same time, and that that is true. So that did kind of work out. And so now that those are going to be done, it's time to bring those things back home and uh it sounds like they're gonna well they not sounds like they oh they will be here the next two years yeah nowhere in the country is is high school football more important than no, it is nowhere in Stark, more important right in Stark county and i uh you know i hope i hope it turns into you know what we're just gonna have them here every year um and it, it really does go to show and i know there's been a lot of pushback recently when it comes to well how much is the hall of fame village gonna cost and it's like well it's not gonna cost taxpayers anything it's gonna cost businesses things and you know and and people people i are coming into this mindset, I think, when it comes to these local issues of, well, we just don't have the money with it, or we can't do it right now, and you can't afford not to do it. Yeah, right I was going to say, you this is the time to right. strike. Now is the time to improve downtown. Now is the time to get those games back to 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 Tom Benson Stadium. I now agree. is now is the time for all these things to happen because if not, we're going to get left behind. We're, we're, we're we as a city, we as a county are going to get left behind, and and you got to do it. There has to be a sense of urgency with these issues right now. And, and hopefully this is a sign of, of things to come. Allison Bussey, who's the president of Visit Canton, says here, um, we are so eager to showcase the world-class Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. And our team uh, at the Convention and Visitors Bureau is working hand-in-hand with the OHSAA and the Pro Football Hall of Fame to plan an experience of excellence for the athletes, coaches, parents, students, and everyone involved in the prestigious event. This is, gonna be, this is good. I mean, th- these things bring in a lot of money. A lot of people come into town. They're going to eat in restaurants, stay at hotels, that kind of stuff. I mean... Yeah, when it gets down to that level of high school football, it becomes kind of like college football. Um, especially when you you know people coming from out of town, they are going to stay in the village. They are going to stay in those surrounding areas, and those are exactly the people that are going to be paying for all these renovations. It doesn't come down to like, hey, Canton City, you know, taxes are going to go up. There's going to be higher taxes for businesses that move into the village, hotels and restaurants and things like that. So the more people we have coming in and supporting those businesses, those 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 restaurants, those hotels, Hotels and all that. I mean, that's that's how we as a county, that's how we as a city take that next step. Dude, on on the rise, Canton. Ohio. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that's fantastic news. I, I look forward to going to those games. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of stuff to be excited about when it comes to the Hall of Fame. Go visit it, dude. I you know I I, I always hear people. Oh, man, I've been there since I was a kid, or I've never been the, there. The, I've never. Been, I kind of understand how how you can get a little complacent. You haven't been there five years or whatever. Right. The I've never been there's that's always seems very strange to me. I, you know, obviously the Pro Football Hall of Fame are great partners of the Stansberry Show. We're very happy to do. They anything made the Stansberry Show sticker happen. Right. We're very happy to to do anything with them. But it's not because of that. Why I say the Pro Football Hall of Fame 
Fame is the backbone of Stark County and, and a rise of the tide there it's lifts the reason all why we boats. have jobs. I mean, it lifts all That's boats. That's why we're here. Exactly why it, you and I are here. It, why you and I are here for sure. Right. If, the, if the Pro Football Hall of Fame wasn't in Canton, we would have not been hired to be to work here. Right. That cannot be overstated. Right. And, and, and so with that being said, I mean, I know it feels like, oh, dude, whatever. I drive by it on 77 every single day. Who cares? Dude, take your family, take your family <laughs> once a year and support the thing that supports us. To support the thing that supports this county, supports this city. And, 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 and like I said, dude, brighter days for Canton, Ohio. Damn have. right. Damn right. Uh, a lot of people are saying, hold the presses. We have some breaking news. We do. We what have do some we breaking have? news. What do we have? Hold the presses, breaking news, and it's not that the, the high school, uh, you know, f- football championship games are coming back to count. I uh, can't. Apparently, the breaking news is that I turned down a cream stick. Hey, hold the presses. <laughs> Apparently, me turning down news. a donut is, uh, is, is breaking newsworthy. All right. You ask. Oh, dear God. And you shall receive. <laughs> oh, yeah, you will. You ask and you shall receive. Fantone had his 10 minutes in the sun this morning. Well, he interviewed, uh, is it Big E from New Day? Yes, it is. I'm being asked to let this run again because apparently some of you wrestling people don't aren't required to get up early for work. <laughs> Surprise. Some of you were able to sleep in. And so you're, uh, you missed this interview. We'll run it back for you next on Rock 106.9. 106.9. Yes, it is. Oh, my dear God. It is a new day indeed as we're yes, getting new, new leadership for the country. And as the WWE shall roll through town on Sunday at the Civic Center. Yes, it will. Matthew Fantone has been excited for weeks on end about this. And he had the opportunity yesterday afternoon while I was puring my five iron from 224 <laughs> yards out to sit down with Big E of New Day, which apparently is the longest running tag team championship franchise, whatever, <laughs> of the, the fake we wrote down who's champion series. I'm sorry, WWE fans. I just gotta, I gotta mess with you a little bit. Us, us UFCers, uh, we do kind of look down our nose at the wrestling. But I respect Vince in his game, man. I mean, yeah. Vince. I mean, dude, he knows how to pedal product better yeah. than anybody. And as a guy who gets paid to pedal product, I trust me, I pay attention to people like that. So Phantom sat down with Big E from New Day, and apparently, like I said, some of you wrestling fans don't have to get up real early. You're able to sleep in, and so some of you missed it and have been on me via the Twitter and uh, you know Instagram and like all the social networking sites. You know, like, dude, come on, man, play it again. I know you hate wrestling, but come on, man. And we have another pair of tickets. We have one more pair of tickets. So it's Radio 101 it. We'll give you a little, uh, little Big E. From New Day, as Phantom sat down with him, and then uh, on the backside of that, we'll get you hooked up with another pair of those tickets with the Civic Center on Sunday. Here's Biggie. Uh, Biggie, thank you so much for making some time to be on the program this morning. Uh, dude, honestly, your list of accomplishments, it's its, it's one hell of a badass resume. Uh, an Iowa Hawkeye, former NXT champ, former, uh, former Intercontinental champ, and one-third of the longest-reigning tag team champions of the world, dude. Uh, 483 consecutive days of New Day rocking it. Uh, congratulations on two awesome years of your career, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, it uh it really has been something watching, you know, I don't I like to consider myself a bit of a new day hipster in the sense of I was with you guys back when it was the bad days, back when it was the uh back when it was the blue uniforms and uh you were you were faces but you were getting booed and then you were heels and you were getting cheered and just times were weird, but you guys have taken what was a gimmick that I didn't think was going to work and turned it into honestly one of the best tag teams I would say of all time. So like I said, man, congratulations. Well, I appreciate it. I mean, you know, it's uh yeah, it was, it's, uh, 
I would definitely uh, say you know you're, you're pretty spot on as far as the uh, the, the beginning being dark days. Um, you know, we were still trying to make uh, make things work. Uh, you know, kind of what we were given. Uh, but the biggest thing for the three of us is we always felt like our chemistry was so strong that we would be able to make it work. Uh, you know, a lot of times guys are, are thrown together and it just doesn't feel organic. And, and I think audience, you know, people watching can always see through that. They can tell when there's a lack of chemistry or things just don't fit right. And uh, honestly, you know, the fact that we've been together now um, working on this, it's almost been three years since we started working on this idea. I believe it was around, uh, I think, March or April. Probably, well, May, eh, April. Uh, we'll make it three years, somewhere around there, um, of, of just working on this idea, and we spent months and months uh, pitching and going back and forth. Um, but for it to finally, you know, take off uh, has been very rewarding. And, and the fact that, you know, the three of us still uh, get along so well is, is remarkable as well. You know, as much, as, as much time as we spend not just uh, at work but on the road uh, together and, and that we're all, you know, like brothers still is pretty remarkable. So it's uh, – you know, I, it, it's been a remarkable run, and uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. And, you know, I think obviously with any sports team, dude, you're going to have uh, – when you have chemistry, you're going out there and you're playing for the other dude. You're going to run through the wall for the other guy, and you can see that with you guys. Um, and it really is obvious to the, to the WWE universe. I mean, say what you want to say about the, re- the internet wrestling community, um, but they can smell BS, and you guys have none of it. You know what I mean? So that's definitely uh, that's definitely noted from the universe. Um, the thing I want I want to ask you first, dude is you know a lot of people probably watch wrestling in the Austin and Rock era and they watch the NWO and they watch it 15 20 years ago and they've maybe stepped away um give a little state of the union of of not only what's going on but what's different about this new era of the WWE well I think I think people are right you know obviously I, I grew up during that that era as well and uh, I think it was a phenomenal era I think uh, a lot of times people and rightfully so, put uh, that era up on a pedestal. But um, I, I would also, I, I would say our, our current generation, I, I think we, as far as the in-ring product itself, uh, I, I don't know if uh, there was a more talented era from top to bottom as far as guys who can really go uh, in the ring. And, and uh, you know, to me, you see guys like Cesaro and AJ, uh, Rollins, guys who are some of the best in the world, and I, don't, I think, you know, even 10 years ago, you didn't have that. A lot of these guys were working elsewhere. And now I think uh, guys are being rewarded for being very talented in the ring. So, um, you know, I, I think for a lot of people who, who are lapsed fans, I, I would say give this era uh, an opportunity. And, uh, you know, I think with the network as well, we've really allowed people, you know, with varying tastes, you're going to find something you like, I, I feel. Yeah. Um, you know, with the success of the the Cruiserweight Classic, and uh, they they just had the tournament in uh, in England as well. Uh, there's just so much, and and obviously too, if you want to go back and watch old stuff, there that's what the network is, is for as well. Um, but as far as the, the current uh, crop of, of wrestling, I, I think there's a ton of talent. I, I think there uh, uh, are a lot of guys who are exceptional in the ring, and not just from that perspective, but from characters as well. And then you have NXT as well. So there's just so much content and so many different kinds of wrestling that we have now with in and under this one umbrella 
I think there's something for everyone. Yeah, I don't, I don't say it, you know, uh, as hyperbole, but it's the best nine ninety nine I spend a month. I mean, you look at stupid ways you've wasted ten bucks in your life, and just, I mean, it's a pay per view every month, a pay per view plus every month. Now that there's been a brand split, it's uh, all that classic content, all that original programming. You know, I always say to people, you can say what you want about wrestling, you can say what you want about the WWE, but you can't say Vince McMahon is dumb because that guy has honestly uh, just been a picture of how to do it in America, if you ask me, and and the innovations of um, you know WWE recently, you're right, in-ring, the, the product's fantastic, but really, what he's done with the network, I, th- I think he's kind of going to set a new standard. I think you're going to see the NBA, I think you're going to see the NFL kind of follow suit there. Uh, what has it been like working for Vince? Oh, it's uh, been interesting, for sure. It's been great as well. Um, I think one thing that a lot of people don't know is that Vince, from the very beginning, has been one of our biggest supporters, even when a lot of people uh, from older talent to writers or producers, a lot of people who are naysayers uh, with the original incarnation of The New Day, Vince was always there. Uh, we were the first ones. We were, um, you know, before we ever appeared together on TV, we were going to him on a weekly basis and, and uh, you know, showing him different things that we shot on our own time and, and really just trying to fine-tune uh, this idea. But... Uh, you know, one of the things that I'm really grateful for is that we've, you know, with that process and having to go to him on a weekly basis, month after month, uh, we developed a, a good rapport with him. And um, really, you know, a lot of people, when they think Vince McMahon, they, uh, there's, there's a bit of uh, trepidation or anxiety. Um, but we've had so many different opportunities to speak to him that now getting to interact with him or run an idea by him is very natural. And... Uh, you know, we've just been really grateful for being able to have, honestly, a bit of a, a longer leash than most talent. We get away with a lot, honestly. And, uh, you know, a lot of guys have to kind of stay within the lines provided for them. And we've been able to stick a toe or two outside of those lines. So, uh, you know, especially from a, a promo perspective. And that's something that really has helped us be successful. And uh, so, it, you know, Vince has been great. Uh, with us, and he's been there from day one, and uh, it's really grateful for him giving us an opportunity. Yeah, and I mean, dude, honestly, rightfully so that he's given you a little bit more of a leash than anybody else when you think about it. I mean, like I said at the beginning of this interview, you know, what what was a, a gimmick that might not have worked, you guys turned into what's one of the most over gimmicks in WWE right now. So I can certainly understand why he decided to give you a bit more of a leash. Um, one of the things I want to talk about, and, I, you know, I think it's an underrated aspect, um, dude, you are like ridiculously strong. A former U.S. powerlifting champion. Um, brag about how strong you are. Number one, tell us tell us something ridiculous. Uh, and number two, who are like the strongest dudes in the WWE besides you? Of course. Um, I would say um, okay. So just to run through some of my numbers, uh, my best bench press touch and go is 575 pounds. Uh, my best squat is 750. Uh, that's to depth and raw. Uh, and then my best deadlift is 806 pounds. Jeez, uh, so geez. yeah, it's, uh, I have done a few things. Um, as far as talent right now, I, I think from, from a functional perspective, Cesaro is definitely up there. Uh, when you're in the ring with a guy who uh, is able to catch you out of midair, you know, I'm 300 pounds legitimately. And when he's able to catch me out of midair, like it's nothing and, and spin me around, it's, uh, pretty remarkable. Uh, and from, um, obviously, you know, he's, he's a little bit up in years. But uh, Mark Henry is, was legitimately one of the strongest men to ever walk the earth. I, I think he, his deadlift was over 900 pounds. 
Um, he could be not just powerlifting, but strongman as well. Uh, the stuff he w- was able to do is really incredible. And then you, you have guys like uh, Braun as well, another strongman. But, uh, uh, yeah, you know, we've, we've got a good crop of guys now, you know, who, uh, who, who can move some weight. I'm just, waiting, I'm just waiting for you to say John Cena. I'm like, he's going to say John Cena. He's going to say John Cena. John Cena's got to be a dude. He's got to be a beast in that ring, right? Uh, no, there's, you know, there's, uh, you know, everyone knows about the exploits of John Cena. I just take that as a given. All right, all right, fair enough, dude. I am on a, uh, I am on a fact-finding mission when it comes to John Cena. I'm trying to find out if he's friends with LeBron James. I haven't seen any pictures together. I'm starting to think they might be the same person, uh, but that's a topic for another time. Uh, dude, as we wrap this interview up, uh, let the WWE Universe kind of know what they can expect on Sunday night, what they can be a part of, and uh, uh, why they should come down to the Civic Center and, uh, and come check you guys out. Well, of course, all your favorites from Raw will be there. The New Day alone is worth the price of admission. Uh, but you'll have Roman Reigns uh, versus Kevin Owens for the Universal title. Uh, Seth Rollins will be there. Rusev. Uh, uh, just, just so many guys uh, that, that you're used to seeing on, on Raw will be there. Um, it, it's, to me, one of the best values in entertainment. I believe tickets start at $15. Uh, they're still available. Uh, it'll be a fun show. Live events are awesome for us because we get to be more interactive. If you've never been to a live event, it's such a, a different vibe from a television taping. So definitely come out. It'll be a lot of fun. We're approaching Royal Rumble and the road to WrestleMania, so obviously it's, a, it's an exciting time for us as performers and also for fans as well. Awesome, dude. Uh, e, before I let you go, uh, WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump is about to be the president. Oh, well, actually will be the president of the United States of America after noon today. Um, who is the next WWE superstar to uh, step into the Oval Office as, pre- as Commander-in-Chief? Uh... I think, uh, well, he's, uh, I don't know if you consider him currently on the roster, but I think The Rock uh, is a guy who strikes me as, as someone who has uh, not just the, the likability to be president, but he's a, he's a very bright uh, dude. He's uh, very conscientious, uh, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if, if The Rock was one day sitting in the Oval Office. Um, thank you so much, man. Greatly appreciated. I've been telling people for a while, dude. WrestleMania 28, it's going to be a replayed in 2028. Rock versus Cena. Uh, but I guess we will see. Uh, that right there is Big E. Thank you so much. Hey, before we get you off the phone, though, uh, you can give me a New Day Rocks. You can give me a, you can give me a little intro. You give me something. Oh, don't you dare be sour. Clap for your longest reigning tag champs and feel the power. It's a New Day. Yes, it is. Dear God, I have uh, that's uh, that's Big E from New Day, uh, part of the WWE uh, package that will be rolling into town on Sunday. We're uh, we're going as a show. We're gonna go, and uh, I, I know a lot of you guys are going. We have another pair of tickets. So we're gonna pass those out here for you, and we'll take caller twenty right now at one eight hundred two four three seven six two five on that. And uh, a listener of ours, uh, Dustin, had tweeted in earlier this morning. He was like, "Yo, man, did you know it's Paul Stanley's birthday?" And uh, I did not. I, I once upon a time I did. It's just one of those things I was willing to forget in my life, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's like one of those type of things. But I am a big Kiss fan, and Dustin tweeted that in and wanted to know if he could hear Love Gun. So he and the rest of you get Love Gun next on Rock 106.9. If you thought that AIDS was bad, you ain't seen nothing yet. And all I gotta say is it's Friday. <laughs> oh my night, Clint Parker. Melinda. Brown, duck it, baby! Mike Katana. What's up? This is your boy Daytime, 79 Entertainment, CEO, strong commander, rap artist, producer, singer, dancer, 
executive uh, producer. Mike Polk is going. No, he's not. He's got a burning in his butthole. He's got a fire. He's got a flame coming out of his butthole. That, that makes me so sad. Because that was the kind of music they used to, to you know, summon demons. Pop that pill in Yergsville. I'm going to give you one and we're going to do it for real. And this going to be a thrill. We're going to smoke some kill when we pop that pill in Yergsville. There's a dirty little secret. Danny's got something in his pants. <laughs> And I don't know nothing about it, but I learn quick, fast, and hurt. I'll be there, and I will mow you down under my tires. This is serious. This is serious. This is not a joke. This is serious. This is for real. The truth of the matter is, you were not a good baby. And you need an asbestos diaper to be able to keep that flame from burning a hole in your pants. Bam! All upside his head. Just slap them. They can make you slap somebody. And unfortunately for the Browns, they haven't figured that out since they got back to Cleveland. You ain't seen nothing yet until you see the flaming butthole. And there'll be people walking around all over America with flames coming out of their butthole. To all Republicans and Democrats and independents across this nation, I say it is time for us to kick the dust up. And when I got done, he said just lay off the hamburgers and french fries and that really just disrespected me and I felt awful. I'm also very much of a germaphobe, by the way. <laughs> Believe me. Oh, don't you dare be sour. Clap for your longest reigning tag camp and feel the power. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're online WRQK.com. That's where you can, uh, what is it? Is it the smell Rama or is it the... Oh, yeah. Oh, the no. Oroma. 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 Where you can smell your own pornography. You can you can figure out how that happens at WRQK.com. We let Fantone explain it earlier, and we were almost fined $300,000 for it. So you will not be explaining it again. You know, we covered it earlier in the show. Lisa Ann, she was covered in something else, and now you can smell it. Dude. <laughs> what in the F did I just say? Oh, my God. <sighs> All right, dude, get on your woman today because okay. she's got to come up with the plans about where we're having dinner Sunday and yes. what like uh, what we're doing uh, You know about the WWE is we're all going to go yes. together. So, like, uh, dude, get on your woman okay. to make that plan. Uh, and just tell me where I need to be. And I'll, yeah, we'll you figure know, it out. You know, we will. You know, I'll, I'll meet you guys there. We'll figure it out. Uh, before we get out of here today, I, I want to... Um, well, I want to say, look, I understand that this country is divided on who's about to take power. Okay? Um, I feel like we're less divided than people tell us we are. I, I understand there are people who see opposite sides of things. And that's fine. That's always been the case. But there's this overall mentality now that everybody hates one another, and I think that there's people who make money off of doing that, and that's why we're sold that as hard as we as we are. Um, that sounds a little pessimistic, but I think it's probably a little bit true. And uh, so what I'm going to say to you is, no matter how you feel today, just don't be awful to the person sitting next to you, okay? I, no matter what they believe in. No matter what side of it. Dude, don't prove this dishonest media right. Don't prove them right. Prove them wrong. Let's because if we do that, we can then force the media to be the media we deserve. If we do that, if we stick together, they have to do it our way. If they if we let them divide us, they can continue to do it their way. So I'm going to remind you of that, and I do want to read you this. 
as outgoing president, Barack Obama, who I have said, yes, I've been critical of, and yes, I've had some issues with, but 25 years from now, he will go down widely regarded as a successful and good president. Those are, I will stand by that, okay? He tweets this out. It has been the honor of my life to serve you. You made me a better leader and a better man. I won't stop. I'll be right there with you as a citizen. Inspired by your voices of truth and justice, good humor, and love. I'm still asking you to believe, not in my ability to bring about change, but in yours. I believe in change because I believe in you. That's Barack Obama's Twitter versus the new guy. Hi, haters. So, you know, as I'm telling you to get along with one another, a little poke, a little jab there. I've been on record saying I don't think Trump's America is going to be as bad as everybody thinks it is, but I, we shall remain, uh, you know, uh, silent and see there. Well, and at the end of the day, uh, no matter who the president is, uh, we all have this fantasy of like, well, we've got a king here. And it's like, no, we don't. The president, number one, isn't as powerful as you'd all, as we'd all like to think he is. And number two, I mean, we right. hired a guy for a temporary job of four years, and we will have a chance to reevaluate in another four. So it's uh, it's kind of how America works. I don't like it. I don't like him, but I like it. I like, just, I like it. I just like the- be decent to one another. No matter what your differences are about religion, yeah. sex, money, race, whatever the hell it is, be good to one another. Because if you do that, they all lose. And then they have to do it our way. I'm sick of doing it their way. I want to do it our way. Aside from that, we're done for the day. We'll be back at it live. Monday morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9 for you. Uh, you guys have a great, safe weekend. And uh, see ya.